All right, what we want to try to do now is to go through, uh, at least to start off uh, through some of uh, uh, what I call thought fragments of mine uh, from this prior year, meaning it's just thoughts that, uh, little bits and pieces of thought that came to mind, and I note, I note them, or that's the, what, I, what I've been doing, or used to do, don't know that I'll always do it, but that's what I did, and I note them and put them later in a, in a file, uh, so let's just try to go through these and, and comment on them and see what comes up, maybe a particular topic will uh, take us off in, uh, in, a, in, in some other direction, so we'll see what it is. So, note 1.0. It's like being with God, quote-unquote. Quote from a guy who swims with a crocodile. So what does this actually mean? So here I said, it says, I noted, probably translates to having the necessary subject indicated by contingencies otherwise thought to be f- far from it feels very empowering. So what that means, I think, is that... Um, it, kind of the basis of of morality and humanity and connection and love and all of this is recognizing oneself in others now oneself not as there's different ways to put it not as the little i not as the the ego not as a contrived illusory individuality but as not as a body not as preferences but as quote-unquote thing in itself as what we can simply call consciousness or awareness or Excuse me, or um, being necessary existence in its own self, divested from any particular uh, very specific um, characteristic. So the the notion is that when we, it, it, given that, as as I understand it, per my current state of understanding, the thing in itself cannot be. It's a little bit more than per my current state of understanding, but let's just say that to be safe, cannot be divided and cannot be halved or, or, or split into different parts and therefore through some inexplicable means the thing in itself fully purely as its own self and in, in its own entirety conceives itself to be each idea which which attains visibility in in perception all right so meaning that uh, to put it colloquially God in his entirety thinks that he is a mouse sometimes well, in the instances of mice or thinks that he is a, a squirrel or thinks that he is a monkey or thinks that he is a given person, right? Meaning that which there is, all of existence, whatever we want to call it, the absolute, the unconditioned subject, whatever, the capital I, whatever we want to say, right? So, um, uh, consequently, the idea is that that God loses himself, forgets himself in order to find himself in the instance of uh, different f- life phenomenon. But we would say that the, the the life is not a thing in itself. It's it's the the idea that attains visibility and perception. So, for example, you see a mouse, but before you saw the mouse, obviously, not obviously, but we would say. That, the body of the mouse did not exist in the way that it exists to a person who perceives it or to a cat that perceives it. So consequently, there's just um, presumably this this life dream, this grade of, of perception, this or this grade of consciousness, whatever you want to call it, and and it somehow it intersects with 
excuse me, um, with, with other life dreams and uh, it, it attains visibility as appropriate, like a video game, right? It's like the image isn't there until you come across it, but presumably the data somehow is is there. So it's, so it's still worth, I think, thinking about whether or not um, it is necessary for, for the thing in itself to actually experience what it's like to be a given idea or to clothe, its, to clothe itself in a different idea or to forget itself vis-a-vis in relation to a given idea. Is that necessary? For example, a thinker I'm, I'm reading right now, uh, Mel Branch, he says, no, right, uh, I believe. He, he says that, no, it's not necessary for uh, there to be a way to be an, a, an animal. God can create these images in our minds without actually giving them consciousness. And it would seem to be certainly so. For, for Again, for instance, we can simply watch a, a video, a YouTube video of, of nature. Uh, and um, certainly we wouldn't say that there it, it, it's absolutely necessary to... Um, that 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 uh, 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 the, what we see is indicative of any uh, further states uh, or, or any awareness. It certainly is not. We would say, and even taking a picture of oneself a split second later, that picture is no longer indicative of any living state of consciousness, is it? It's uh, it's already history. Uh, uh, you look at a picture of yourself from a year ago. There's n- say there's nobody experiencing what it's like to. For example, you're grimacing there. There's nobody that's experiencing that. For example, you you watch a video of yourself. In a very particular situation, there's nobody then as soon as it's over experiencing that. It's also a question of time and how does time factor into all of this? And can uh, complications to do with time perhaps even rule out the creation altogether, rule out the contingent, the extent altogether somehow? Because it would seem to be in the final analysis that there is nothing at all as it concerns creation. Right, that that it's entirely. Uh, <laughs> well, that's we can't say non-existent. What does that mean? There's only relative non-existence. Um, what about that? With with the positive negation. Um, so, from the the point of view of the the absolutes, here I am. This is all that which exists, and that is. No, I, I can't waste time on official lecturing, thinking these things uh, <laughs> with too many pauses. But um, it, perhaps that, that's an angle there to, to where we can say that there there is no creation at all. But uh, with that said, uh, there's certainly... Um, right, right. But anyways, yeah. So, so the idea is, as Mel Branch said, uh, or, or implied, and uh, he precisely said it like that, yeah, but basically the gist of it, I think... There doesn't need to be consciousness. It, it, it would appear God can create in our mind the image of a bird flying, and it can react just like in a dream. We would say there's no "quote unquote" consciousness to account for the the, the animals we see or the people we see, even and just imagery. And it is just as real, or it can be just as real as real life. You can in your dream um, eh, look up close at at a, a in, in, even a person. Let's say another person's eyes and see them and. And, and feel their pulse and, and smell their breath, their onion breath, ugh, right? And But we would say that that's just an image. That's just an image. There's no it, way th- uh, behind the image. And yet, right now, if I look in the mirror, uh, I see an image, 
right? And let's say I hit, I strike my nose a little bit lightly, boom, because it's already bent out of shape, right? I strike it. I see the image of it, but then there's a corresponding sensation of the image. All right, let's see if I can work into this thought, what I'm studying right now with Berkeley, uh, an essay toward a new theory of vision, if that's what it's called. And uh, 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 Berkeley, super solid fella, super solid, and um, I, I think honestly one of, one of the greatest of all time, un, kind of underrated uh, because he, I feel like he was so solid. He didn't try to um, to do anything spectacular per se, but he just really was just was just thorough and and and, and original and, and 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 low level of you know craziness in in his text it's not not right he wasn't no niche you know trying to trying to say who knows what and and have some kind of narcissistic um uh, grandiose kind of thing going on in his work he was just super solid but anyways he writes right now or, or what i understand from from his work the point he's making, very interesting, and let's see if I can kind of recollect this and, and uh, say it correctly, is that it, it, we we have this impression, right, that um, it, we would be able to guess from feeling, we, we can swap freely the sight of something and the feel of something. So, for instance, you feel a square and you would be able to imagine what that looks like and you imagine a square or you see a square and you'll be able to imagine what that feels like, right? You see water and you and you understand that, that it feels wet. And you feel wetness and you would understand to, to see water. But that seems, and actually now with that example, it seems absolutely clear that, it, that it's not correct. That that's a language that's acquired just like when we, uh, we're so used to it. It's a point that can never be, I feel like, overstated enough. It's so vital to understanding that our... Um, that our language is that, that the sounds that we make and the scribbles that we write, the marks that we make, are not synonymous with that which is by them indicated. But it's so hard to remember because the synthetic connection is so strong. It has been reinforced so many times that as soon as we hear a given word, we immediately think of the idea, and we do not pause to consider that it's not a inherent in the sound, as we would say. It's a synthetic connection. And if we just thought a little bit, it will be obvious, I feel like, but we don't think. And we hear another language, we just tune it out. We don't specifically think this means something to other people sometimes. We Meaning not sometimes that it means it, but we sometimes maybe don't think that. We hear Chinese, this is just as sensible to the Chinese people to people that who can speak Chinese as English is to English speakers, but it, it, right. So English is just as insensible to those who don't speak English as Chinese is to 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 those who don't speak Chinese. But we don't think about it, and consequently, um, we we think that it's inherent. It's it's by ne- absolute necessity that each word that we use means what it means and is understood as it's as as it's understood, uh, right? And um, but so presumably, I believe the argument Berkeley is making is that that which is is seen is also a language for that which is felt, and it's only by experience that we immediately uh, we see, for example, in the distance, 
uh, uh, what we call in the distance. It's also some interesting thoughts there, distance. Uh, but we see a, a tree, and it's only by experience that we understand that in order to interface more with that sensation, we have to experience ourselves walking a certain number of paces towards that impression we call a tree, and then we can feel it. It's only a type of synthetic con- synthetic connections here. It's a type of language. It's not inherent in the um, the, the imagery, in the sensation uh, in the visual sensation, the tactile sensation, it cannot, they cannot be equated. It's not the right? So it's an interesting thought. It seems actually clear because how would we, if we didn't have the experience of, of, uh, of feeling liquid, uh, like right now, uh, I'm looking at a flowing um, in between a stream and a river, maybe a, a small river, depending on how, how big a body of water, flowing body of water needs to be to be defined as a river. Um, but uh, I'm looking at it. How would I know that it feels the way that wetness feels if I had never felt felt wetness? <laughs> I just see these kinds of uh, 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 this kind of flowing of something, this kind of movement, some kind of sensations. Well, what's the connection between that, right? So presumably, if I never had the sense of touch, may I be spared? And I look at snow, right? Of course, I never felt snow. I see this this whiteness. What am I supposed to know? What it's going to feel like? That it's going to feel cold? It, it it very much does appear to be a synthetic connection. It seems clear. So um, it, 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 the same would hold then, presumably, even for the most basic stuff. Like we assume hardness. Like no, of course it feels hard. But maybe that's the. I mean, yeah, it's. I think he's right that it's also a synthetic connection. It's also not inherent in in the visual sensation, and vice versa. That if somebody's blind, they can know what snow feels like. They can know what. Um, what mass, what many things feel like, but they don't at all necessarily, not necessarily, they, they don't, if they all of a sudden are given sight, they wouldn't be able to say, ah, oh, that's snow, right? That's that. And, and Berkeley, I believe, says that, excuse me, even distance is uh, purely an, something we pick up on experience, meaning there's no reason in itself to suppose that, ah, right. Um, that that thing that that's the argument, right? Because it, it, we're implying by distance a, a tactile experience. Uh, for instance, again, I see a stream and I say, ah, it's it's thirty meters away, which means that I would experience my foot going down, boom, 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 right? And then I would experience it. What other meaning does it have that that's in the distance? In what other way? We would say. I'm not saying there's no other way, but in, in what what other way? Right, so in as much as it's a, it's purely synthetic connections between um, uh, it's synthetic connections between the the visual visual and the and the tactile, it's um, there there's no way there wouldn't be a way to know that you would have to reach that you would have to experience those physical sensations. Uh, bodily sensations in order to experience the bodily sensation of feeling the water. And consequently, if a person who, who could never see was granted sight, they would, according to Berkeley, and it does seem very reasonable, and according to Berkeley, as I now understand him, uh, the person would not be able to to say that there is any difference at all between anything in the visual sphere, and a person could look up on the moon at the moon and and think that it's as touchable as what's directly in front of oneself, and with the uh, and so forth and and so on. Because again, there's no grounds; it's not inherent in the sens- visual sensations themselves. 
any further concept than simply the sensation. It's by experience we interface with these sensations, with this picture that we get, and we see that part of the picture in uh, that we can uh, uh, further physically uh, we can touch. We can touch, we can feel the sensation of touch, and other parts of the picture we cannot at least immediately touch. We need to touch other things before we touch them. For example, to touch the moon, we need to touch a spaceship and so forth and spend some time there. But the question is, then based on whatever do we uh, make the... Eventually, we learn. Event, cor- correct? Let's say that's the case. It's all synthetic connections. But eventually, we do learn, and we say... And we're able to, to gauge, gouge difference, distance, correct? And we say, this I can reach out, my, my coffee within, um, or right now I have energy drink here, let's take a sip. So you got to work that into to the lecture. <laughs> um, right now I can reach out and grab this, but I cannot reach out and grab the, the electrical um, tower that, that is there. But so why, how do I know this ever, right? Meaning... In as much as I suppose, if if one was was in a, in a very in a single um, in a single space, then that a person can learn. Correct? You're in a room, and you learn. First of all, you cannot understand at all that the far wall is any different as it concerns potential physical sensations than the near wall. But you reach out, you see that. To the near wall, you feel a touch. You reach out to the far wall, you do not feel a touch. So you see how I have to walk a couple of paces to feel a touch. So you learn. So you just remember by memory, like this specific wall, this, see this, this, this part of the wall is blue. That one is red. So the, the blue one, I sitting here, I can immediately touch. The red one, I cannot touch. But then we switch situations and, and, and we see that we retain this ability even upon coming across uh, parts of the world that we have no, um, that we have never seen before. For instance, again, that where I am right now, I have never seen, as far as I possibly know, before this particular stream and this particular set of homes across from the stream and these electrical towers, and yet I can still see, I can still make a, and what is proves immediately to be a um, an accurate uh, assessment, I can still see that I can or I can understand that I can touch my steering wheel, but I cannot touch the 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 river that I would say is thirty meters away. So how how am I able to do this? Um, if it's just uh, on what basis ever? So, uh, so perhaps perhaps it is um, that there is no basis in the sensations themselves, but it's just that having come across certain classes of, of sensations enough times we know to think of them in a particular way but it, it's based maybe on, on logic correct so I, I understand that I say that I can sitting in my vehicle I can touch all of that which is um, the, the sensations that I define as indicating the idea uh, called vehicle but the sensations, it cannot be. Logic tells me that a river is flowing through my vehicle. So consequently, if I can touch all of that, which is um, eh, my called my vehicle, the sensations in, indicative of the idea named vehicle, I cannot simultaneously touch that, the sensations indicative of the idea named river, right? But not because I'm familiar intimately with this particular river, 
but because I, I'm familiar with the structure of the world and, and that the, a, a river cannot be flowing through, through a vehicle. So any river and any vehicle, I understand that I can touch this and not that. And I, and I have already experienced that with, um, but, but again, but, but I'm still, ah, well, this is the thing, right? Maybe it's not, maybe we see that it, it's not always so easy to, to gauge, gouge, measure distances and a person may make a mistake in in thinking uh, uh, as to how far something is they have the general idea uh, for example looking on um at, at a large field that the the sensation that is that is um kind of uh, the the home that is at the edge of the field you would have to first have a number of other physical sensations in order to reach that home but your person may not know how many it, it, they may, right? Or it, looking at a river to, to swim across, one may think, uh, oh, it, it would take me five minutes. But, but a person hasn't, it, it doesn't, right? They misestimate and really it could take 30 minutes. So it's a lot longer than it seems. Ah, so maybe that is it, right? So we, we do, we, we simply, it, there is no, maybe as Berkeley, as I understand him, said he's correct. Maybe there is no, no, nothing at all in visual sensations to indicate uh, any further um, uh, tactile relations to them that can be in conjunction, experienced in conjunction with them. But uh, And maybe it is purely but, uh, uh, our experience and maybe we just understand because we've seen many objects and through whatever, then that's a separate question of how we can identify objects we can see. There's a tree, even though I've never seen this particular tree. Presumably, it, it, however that works, uh, you have some more kind of, right? there's, there's characteristics that uh, we can define in a utilitarian fashion and say that's a tree and that's a tree and that's a tree. Um, it, 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 just like those things on the internet now to sometimes to check for, for bots because a computer, at least right now, cannot do that. It can't generalize. Uh, well, maybe the latest AI, it would, maybe it can do something, but generally you would say it cannot, right? Because... Um, that that's our unique skill that that we've never seen this particular person we can say ah oh, that's a person we've never seen this particular trait ah oh, that's a trait uh, so maybe it's purely through that right? like the only reason maybe I know that I cannot reach out and touch the tree that I say is 30 meters away is because I, I uh, m- my understanding of the structure of the world is that a, a tree is not growing in my car but if I if again if I were to be blind may I be spared from birth and all of a sudden I was given sight. Maybe I would reach out to touch the tree, even sitting in the car, because I, I would have no idea from experience that this, this tree is not right here, it, at, meaning as it concerns the, the tactile aspect of uh, experience. Um, so uh, yeah, I think Berkeley was, yeah, that's, that's ingenious. That's, that's why I love that guy. He's, he's someone else. It's such a solid uh, reasoning, right? That that is, is we can see. See, I didn't really. This wasn't clear to me before I started speaking about it. But just by thinking about experience, I see that that there's some clarity apparently can be attained. There's other angles. Uh, there's other aspects that we need to consider. But this this seem this is some good stuff. But anyhow, um, ah, but uh, this is only the first thought. <laughs> so we need to maybe keep it moving. But then again, we don't have to at all. It just depends on. And what comes up uh, in 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 speech? Um, but anyhow, all right. So, so we say. So so this thought was explored in relation to to the necessity of of um uh, uh, of us being uh, 
of, of consciousness being indicated, excuse me, of experiences being indicated by sensations, I think. So I said, if I tap my nose, I know that that's an experience. But the reason then that there's a synthetic connection between the imagery of, me, of my nose being tapped and my notion that there's somebody feeling the feeling of, of their nose being tapped, presumably, is because simply because of experience. It's because I've seen many times that every time that I perceive my nose being tapped, this is how it feels. And otherwise, I wouldn't know. Just like if I had, I may have grown up where there's never any snow. And I and and I never felt snow or cold. Let's just say to to be safe. And I see a video, ten thousand videos of people touching snow, but it doesn't mean that the first time then that I would ever touch snow, I could anticipate what it's like in order to touch snow because there's that's a synthetic connection, as Berkeley so brilliantly pointed out to us, as I understand it. Right, so presumably it's a synthetic connection, likewise between the sensation of touching my nose and the feeling of my nose being touched. Um, the, the, the visual sensation of, of me tapping my nose and it being touched, but how does that relate to to experience? Um, um, Uh, I don't know. I I I don't know. Um, if I see a squirrel eating, ah, uh, okay. So I see a squirrel eating a nut, right? I presume that there is a way to feel. There are what we call tactile feelings being felt by the thing in itself as it concerns the, the 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 appearance of the squirrel but what about how do we incorporate this inside of Berkeley's as I understand it <coughs> that um that um that, 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 that there's only a synthetic connection there Um, if if I touch the snow, there is only a synthetic connection between the visual sight of me touching snow and the feeling of cold that is then had. We cannot imply one from the other. Neither from the feeling can we imply the sight of it. So consequently, looking at a squirrel eating an acorn, we cannot imply from the feeling, from an entire, let's imagine that there is a way to be a squirrel. We cannot imply from the feelings that, that there are then had the visual aspect of the squirrel and and it's eating an acorn and vice versa. We cannot imply that there is from the visual component that there is 
a, phys, a, 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 a tactile sensation to eating the acorn. And yet, we cannot uh, maybe imply this as, as a matter of a priori necessity, logical necessity, but it seems we certainly can imply it from experience, meaning we, we for, for, from our own experience of... Um, Uh, 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 of seeing the visual uh, uh, sensation of, say, eating something and feeling and, and feeling it physically. So we extrapolate from our own experience, but we see that it is synthetic and thereby it's not it, it, by necessity. So perhaps the possibility consequently exists. The possibility does exist, as we see from our dreams, uh, that a squirrel feels that that we see the sight of the squirrel eating the acorn but that there are no tactile sensations involved just like we can see somebody else uh, feeling uh, uh, snow but but not feel the the coldness because the synthetic connection one does not necessitate the other one is not a necessary conjunction with the other at least before they have been experienced or one can be experienced um it, it, it separately from the other Meaning it's one thing, for instance, to see water and another thing to fill water. Can it be that one fills water without seeing it? Yes. Can it be that one sees water without feeling it? Yes. But can it be that one sees themselves filling water without feeling the water? We would say no. So it's a necessary experience when one does feel the water. When, when, when one does see themselves filling the water... It is a necessary experience to feel wetness, correct? We would say that that is so. Necessary experience to feel the wetness. And consequently... Um... Got interrupted there. All right, let me try to get back in the zone. Uh, so, so consequently, it's not. It, it's it, you cannot extrapolate from the from the visual aspect of water that it'll be wet the wetness, and you cannot extrapolate from the wetness that you will perceive what what we call water. But it seems to be a necessary connection that when you interface with the with the visual aspect of the, the visual sensation of water that you will feel what we call wetness but the thought I, and i already recorded this but it got interrupted or, or got cut off um, when i switched whatever but uh, is that maybe we we think a little bit unreasonably about um uh, uh, we say the objects of sight but based on what grounds presumably because what we call our eyes if i if we're lucky enough we're fortunate whatever enough to, to be able to see and then we close our eyes then all of that which before was there it is replaced by what we call darkness. And we say that somebody without eyes, without functioning, working eyes, cannot see. And we see that, say somebody wears glasses, they take off the glasses, all of a sudden everything is blurry. They put on the glasses, all of a sudden everything is clear. So we say that there is this domain of, um, of being, of sensations, of that which there is, which is called sight. But this may be... A bias, right? Meaning, uh, we we already if we get past the the 
kind of naive realism that says that that it's because uh, there's these things in themselves which are which are these little marbles and, and skulls, and because of these marbles, that is they somehow interface in a in a purely mechanical um, uh, way uh, 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 that that it's its own its own cause, some kind of concoction of ideas, and that is why we perceive if we get past this and we say no, the the the, the ideas it's a uh, the conception is is brought about in relation to or a, a further conception of of these eyeballs, so as that everything in the the um, is on the same epistemological footing in, in our experience, uh, meaning so that there's no um, magic uh, that, that that all of a sudden you somebody you don't you close your eyes and you can still see everything is is consistent. It's it's like a good video game. It's a good um, the programming is solid, we would say, right? So, um, but why is why does that make it? So if we forget, let's say that we just say, ah, that, that what we quote-unquote see has nothing to do at all with sight or with eyeballs or anything at all, it, then, then what, do we, what do we think about it? Um, then we, we just say eh, that there's... Um, that there, there is such a thing as that what we call certain contrast of light and darkness are brought into uh, the awareness of a sentient being of the of the thing in itself, not a of the sentient of the thing in itself, and they can be interfaced with um, as it concerns the the further impression of a, a, an experience of a, of a body. Of a physical body, ah, it just sucks to, to break focus. I was so focused and on a roll, and, and in the parking lot here, these cops rolled up, and I interrupted myself for that, and and called my grandma in for 20, 30 minutes, and now uh, it's the worst. But let's hope there's plenty of lecturing time that's required still today. So let's hope that we can get right back into it. So, so yeah, but. I don't know if it's so. Maybe there's some some insight to be yielded by not strictly speaking of um, the what we call right now the con- contents of sight and having such an intimate tie in our mind. Like this is the the sight, right? Why? Why? This is this is the world. This is um, ugh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyhow, the the original question was: Is it necessary for um, or the, the 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 question we asked a while ago? Is it necessary to to experience what it's like to be different animals, if we divest, if, if we do not automatically uh, uh, assume the presence of the tie between the tactile and the visual, and we see the visual, it need not be then that we perhaps one could argue, according to Berkeley's argument, it need not be that there is a tactile at all, right? And, and, is that valid? I don't know. I don't know. We might see, for instance, somebody, a, a person looking at uh, the sun, and we might assume that there is a, 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 a way to look at the sun. But because that we understand it's not necessary because the person might be blind, and so there is no way for this person to, the, the, the person is not perceiving what we would expect him or her to perceive as it concerns the, them in our representation of looking at the sun. 
So maybe it's not necessary that, that when we see animals and insects that there is any kind of um, way to be them at all. Wow, man, that's, that's crazy, right? If that's really the case and that it's, um, and, and that it's simply uh, uh, it, 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 they're a show for us, right, to facilitate or, or, and stimulate our thoughts and, and, and such. Uh, but then again, it just doesn't seem consistent. It doesn't, there, there seems to be something off about this kind of vision. And certainly all animals and all insects, the, the representations we get are as if they were, they're, they're totally consistent with, with, with our ontological interpretation of the thing in itself, taking itself to be, for example, a worm and working towards its interest as it concerns the possibility of of this idea here at play, right? But it's just, I don't know. I have to think about it. it, it I, I have to think about it more. It, it's not clear. It's not clear if, there, if w- this can be established with necessity. And then it also concerns the reality of other people. Is it necessary that, that there's a way to be each person and, and, or, or, or not? Or can it be that, that, there, that it's just a show? So, so the, the representation is in, indeed a show. Uh, for example, right now, if I close my eyes, there's no representation um, to, to, for, to, uh, of myself. So what is it then like to, to be me? So especially if you calm down, you're not really feeling anything, you're not, uh, say you're not hot or cold and you're not thinking or feeling anything, is really, what's the, what's the, what is there to me? Let's see. It's still, it's still, the thing in itself is is there, right? So it, 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 there's some, but it's um, eh, it's not clear what there is to to me in in such an instance, right? Um, and what the representation that can appear in somebody else's sensation that I can take a photograph of, what is that really indicating? So thereby, in what way the the quote unquote other people can see like there's there's so much ground for 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 thought here and for uh, so much clarity hopefully that is very hopefully possible to be gained as opposed to just thinking oh yeah we already figured it all out it's all good right I, I already know what's up with that and, and and such so let's get back there's I see I could this is fertile grounds here but it's not working for some reason so let's get back to to, to this uh these thought fragments so i was saying all right so so it's like being with god guy who swims with a crocodile w- would say probably in translates to having the necessary subject indicated by contingencies otherwise thought to be far from it feels very empowering right so when we recognize the thing in itself where we would not expect it it feels empowering because it gives us a greater sense of unity and conception meaning if a person does not recognize the, the, the thing in itself aka their 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 real self their ontological self anywhere else, but in their own phenomenon, uh, then the, the the unity is very split, right? If I just think here I am, but then we grant that re- we grant reality to other phenomenon, but only as phenomenon, right? We see other people, but and, and we think this is a fundamentally different something. There's another fundamentally different something. There's animals fundamentally different something. So then our our, our conception of unity is is very much divided, right? Is very much split. 
But if we recognize the thing in itself, say in another person, then we merge, then, then that's a greater sense of unity. For instance, if we are with um, a, a person that has a, a, a giant, quote-unquote, ego and, and narciss, narcissistic and all that, meaning they, they're not a highly developed person, uh, then, then it, feels this, it can feel distinctly like there's this sharp divide. All right, there's me and you, and it's we're fundamentally different, and we can never get along, and yada yada. But two people with very little ego, uh, highly d- developed people, they come together, and there's no sense. There's a sense of merging. There's no sense of like, ah, oh, here's you and I, right? So it's uh, it, it's um, that that's much more satisfying, and that's much more uh, intrinsically apparently we're drawn to, to such a thing. So consequently, we, let's say a, a crocodile. Uh, there's a crocodile, and it's something that looks very different from us, and, and it's not at all uh, immediately clear to us that that is indicates the thing itself. It's something fundamentally different. It's a crocodile. It, it has no soul, so to speak. It has no no desires. It has no. It's only the shtick is to be vicious and, and cruel and and mean. All right. So a guy like this, who who the, I, I saw it in a video, in a YouTube video. Uh, a, a guy swimming with, with, with a crocodile and, and hanging out with him and petting him and apparently having a friendship with him. The crocodile recognize him, come out to him and stuff like that. He's saying that, hey, there's also the thing in itself. There's also the same kind of being that am I and, and, and with desire and who can even maybe love and such and, and stuff like that. And that is presumably very, it feels very empowering. It feels great. And it feels more uh, even uh, uh, worthwhile than to, for the same thing to occur where you would expect it. For example, with a little kitten, it's not so difficult with a cute little kitten to, to uh, feel that, to, 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 to recognize that that's a living creature that wants comfort and, and stuff like that. And consequently, it's a, it's a good feeling. That's why pe- people love little kittens. People love little puppies. It makes it even a very small person frequently can, can find within themselves uh, to, to, to feel, meaning emotionally small, not physically, can to feel themselves um, uh, love for a, a small, cute animal because it's not threatening and all that kind of stuff. But it's also not so rewarding. But when you find that that same principle in um, in a in a wild animal, that's when you in or an animal of apparently vicious, savage, heartless beast like a crocodile. Presumably, there's more of a. It's a, it's harder, but there's a there's more of a a reward. It's just like presumably. If somebody has a relationship with with um, with somebody that is very easy to have a relationship with, that that is friends with everybody, that is friendly with everybody, that has no standards, right? That it's it, it can feel good, but it's not such a good feeling because it's kind of cheap. It's like hey, anybody could do this, but it, you you have a relationship with somebody really worthwhile, with an imminent person, with a great person. And, and you gain this person's trust and, and, and respect and all of that. And it's a much better feeling. It's much harder, but there's a much greater payoff because you feel uh, that the, you've recognized the, the, the reality of this person, the thing in itself as it concerns the representation of this person uh, at a much higher cost. And presumably just the way we're wired is higher cost means higher, uh, higher feeling of, of satisfaction if we take that at face value with that breaking that down even further that that's what we would say so the guy who swam with the crocodile he, he it was, it's a higher cost to, to be able to connect with a crocodile that otherwise wants to eat you right this savage dinosaur looking like uh, homie right who's who's uh, eating t- uh, cattle or whatever whatever he eats 
And this guy's able to connect with him. It's very empowering feeling. Is is and and that's why he said it's like being with God, meaning it's a it's a transcendent, uh, otherworldly experience of unity and and things like that. That's why this guy risked his life, presumably. I mean, maybe he didn't think he was risking his life, but it would seem that he would be, right? that he was. Uh, now he's not. I think that the crocodile died in that video it showed. But but in order to, to be with this crocodile, because that, those are the feelings of unity, of oneness, of connection. We seek that out. We seek that out. We, we look for it. And uh, again, yeah, and there's something to that, right? If a person who feels comfortable in the heat of battle... That, 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 it's much more gratifying than if you feel comfortable on your couch or in your bed curled up like a little baby, right? You, you get to a point of skill and will and strength where you feel comfortable sparring, say, in, in boxing or mixed martial arts or wrestling or, or grappling where, where most men flee from, from it and are scared, but you feel comfortable. It's, it's, it's your home territory. That feels much more gratifying because it's acquired at a higher cost than to feel comfortable in your bed. You feel comfortable uh, under a, a heavy weight uh, squatting. That, that's more gratifying than to feel comfortable with an empty bar squatting because it's acquired at a, at a higher price, right? And this just, again, take it, taking at face value without really exerting ourselves now to think about why it, the, 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 the higher cost of something makes it more gratifying. That's, that, that appears to be something maybe to do with an inherent tendency of the thing in itself, uh, or maybe not. Maybe it's, um, um, it makes, makes us feel more necessary, whatever, whatever the case is. All right. So anyways, moving on 1.1. Perhaps there is worth to the notion that the whole world exists for the sake of the righteous. Everyone and everything else are just the supporting caste. So here we would have to define uh, righteous. What does it mean to be righteous? Does it mean to, to like say in words like, I'm not a, I, I don't believe in murder. I don't believe in stealing. I'm righteous. What does that mean? So uh, uh, to be righteous presupposes um, a reality which is other than merely visual and tactile and sensations and what we smell and what we hear and what we taste, meaning if this is all that there is, is just the world of, of immediate sensory sensations, what we call, what in the world could it mean to be righteous or not righteous? There's just a, a, a senseless world of, of, uh, of sensations. But if we say that there is um, a, a thing in itself and, and there is a, a relation of the extent with with the thing in itself, uh, meaning to put it, uh, excuse me, colloquially, there's a relation of the creation with the creator. That there's a desire which is, which accounts for uh, the 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 um, what we what we have uh, as phenomenon as representation, okay, what we call cause then if we are kind of in line with that desire, if we are, uh, if we've uh, aligned ourselves with um, uh, th these kinds of quote-unquote transcendental, quote-unquote metaphysical, these are just empty words really, but we've we'll aligned ourselves with, with uh, th probably the biggest thing is, is with the desire in relation to which the extent is had, then we can be thought of as righteous. So to put it, Again, colloquially, it, let's say that, um, again, very kind of in, in, in colloquial terminology, 
that the the point of having a, a creation is for because the the creator God wants um, to be known and, and wants to know himself and, and this necessitates a movement of the understanding which necessitates a limitation of the absolute which necessitates a con, the conditioned absolute so consequently that that may perhaps that desire it, it, to, to attain to, to attain self-knowledge and, and attain the good which presumably is the good because there is the desire for that and presumably to meet any desire is that is desirable we would have to think more of that but a lot of work on there was maybe some things i mean it's certainly some things that are that need to be that need to be worked through but um so 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 ah come on think dude uh focus so so um consequently in if this is the case and and all of the extent is is created uh, with this objective in mind, then we would say that the only, the direct, that uh, all of it exists for the sake of, of, of this objective, of, um, uh, uh, of increasing in the understanding of, of the necessary from the, condi- from the perspective of the conditioned uh, and the contingent, to so, to so call it. And then everything else, right, is, is a supporting cast. It, it exists in order to facilitate that, but it's not for the sake of that. But then that also exists not for its own sake, not so that there can be people that think they are righteous, but so that the, the wish of the necessary is attained. All right, let me take a bite of the protein bar. It's so annoying when, when you're trying to kind of move away from the, the realm of, of the body and, and, and the physical needs and limitations, or, or needs at least. Limitations doesn't matter when you want to fly, but just bathroom, food, water, and then all of a sudden, ah, stomach is growling. Oh, you're hungry. Oh, you want to use the bathroom. Oh, some so nice. Hopefully, this will help a little bit. Um, but yeah, so with that in mind, so yeah, it's it's absolutely the case that. Excuse me. That um, sense cannot be made out of um, out of anything at all. If we, in my understanding, if we take away the concept of of the righteous person, and um, this uh, it's just been amazing. It's only really recent development that I've really began to not not really but to some light small superficial at least extent to, to study the phenomenon of, of the righteous person across all cultures and across all uh, nations so we have in let's say western uh thought uh, we have the, the concept of say a socrates or or a platonus and and just that um god is in the mail from Amazon has collected work, so really looking forward to, to delving into that. We have the concept of that, the the, the philosopher that is 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 a is a, is, is, is a great uh, piece of work. Is, is a human being is, is is full of wisdom and is striving toward a conception of the unity of of, of necessary existence. All right, so we have that concept, and, and then we have uh, moving a little bit to toward the. Um, um, uh, maybe we could throw in, say, Spinoza there uh, as uh, under Western philosophy, um, and we uh, uh, the, uh, 
as it concerns righteousness, not just as it concerns cleverness, then we would have a, a whole whole uh, stable of these modern quote unquote logicians and epistemologists. These these ugh, some of them just that's all we're gonna say, right? The, the, whose interest is to move around words. But if we're talking about righteousness and from a Western f- 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 conception, we have these, right? And and then we move a little bit. Who else can we? I mean, I would definitely throw in guys such as John Locke and Adam Smith. Um, there, um, uh, uh, who else do I like? Um, you want to say Schopenhauer, but I, I don't think so. I think that guy had too big of a too, too low self-esteem and too too many psychological issues to to be a real to the philosopher saint that that we are after. Uh, doesn't take away from his uh, brilliance and. Uh, and and accompl- philosophical accomplishments, but still something different, I, I think. Um, but we have that moving a little bit toward the the, the theological Christian bent. And we have the the concept of a, a of an Augustine, Saint Augustine, Saint Thomas Aquinas. Um, uh, what's his name? Meister Eckhart, uh, Jacob Bachmi, um, Madame Guyon. Uh, and, and 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 people like that, right? That are kind of that have uh, worked to attain righteousness from the through the the theological bent of Christianity, and, and through those tenets and that kind of system of beliefs, and and they're also absolutely very um, impressive and uh, and worthwhile. But from what I've seen. Um, well, there's there's got to be some more. I mean, there's plenty, right? The the, the legit Christian saints, um, uh, but 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 then okay, fine. So so then then we have the the Jewish conception of righteousness, the the tzaddik, and, and we have say the sages of of um, the Talmud that are thought about like that. But that's unclear. It's more of a myth and stuff like that. But we have very many real life examples of. Of Jewish saintliness and, and righteousness in in the in the big tzaddikim, uh, such as the Hafez Hayim, such as um, uh, the Vilna Gaon, more of a genius, right, as as opposed to a to a tzaddik, but also probably would be considered a tzaddik. But in in, in more contemporary times, Reb Arya Levin, Moshe Feinstein, uh, the Hazonish. Um, uh, um, Rav Dessler, uh, uh, Israel Salanter, um, uh, the the Baal Shem Tov, uh, all all these the, these big fellows here that that approached it from the the theological uh, uh, perspective of, of with with the, with the tenets of of Judaism. Uh, obviously, ah, Rambam, Maimonides. One of my all-time favorite uh, fellas, just uh, whew, my modernies. It's just huge, huge. I um, <laughs> contemporary examples that that may be a little bit more controversial, but people like the Lubavitcher Rebbe, <laughs> right? Or uh, not controversial, but right now living, we, we, we there's um, uh, Rev Chaim Kanievsky. Right, small Kamenetsky in Philadelphia. So, th- so there's this concept, but but there, uh, 
it's from a particular point of view. Like to be a righteous Jew like this, to be a tzaddik, you have to believe in the validity of the written and oral law and in the sages and in the halacha and the Jewish law and all of this. Uh, but, but we have these concepts and then we, we have, okay, moving on, we have, uh, but, but I'm exploring, right? So now there's absolutely the, the huge uh, uh, Muslim saints uh, and, and say through, through the avenue of, of Sufism, the great Sufis and apparently sheiks. I thought sheiks were just these guys and, uh, with, with expensive turbans driving Lamborghinis in, um, uh, in uh, Abu Dhabi and sponsoring Abu Dhabi's jiu-jitsu, right? But apparently, the, the, from, from what I'm reading, the sheiks were, were I got to actually look into exactly uh, what, what the role was, but, but sheiks are some big, big guns, right, in terms of righteousness, I think, I don't know, but, but just from the book on Sufism I'm reading, but also some, um, some incredible examples, right? Rumi, the poet, is said to be very righteous, his teacher, forget his name, uh, uh, Ibn Arabi uh, uh, ordered his his work, um, um, but we uh, hope to find out what his deal was. Um, and I'm just really I'm just getting into it for, from that perspective here. Let me see uh, um, the the list that I have of of text for this year. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, Well, I have to keep speaking. All right. Ibn, Ibn Tuifal. Uh, eh. Whatchamacallit? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Tuifal. Uh, yeah, so it's all these guys, but, but hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll get... More and more of a knowledge and appreciation of the the Muslim uh, saints uh, with this year's um, course of study uh, in Eastern thought, uh, Arabic thought. I believe I have a, a requirement. Um, let me see here. Uh, uh, Al Ghazali, right? Al Ghazali's path to Sufism, his deliverance from error. That's another one, right? So hopefully, we'll see what's good with that. All right, but I've required Cambridge Companion to Arabic philosophy, and and um, and, uh, and and hopefully we'll, we'll find out there. And so it's a reading, and not just for for some kind of pedantic academic interest, but to to familiarize oneself with a big big part of it is to familiarize oneself with uh, saintliness and, and human greatness in, in all the nations. Uh, here's another four pillars of spiritual transformation: the adornment of the spiritually transformed, mystical treatises of. Mukhyaddin Ibn Arabi, but I think I mentioned him. Right, so I have no idea. Uh, once we will read the works, hopefully, God willing, we'll, we'll judge from uh, what we have, um, uh, fr- from what's written. But all right, so there's the con- the, the concept of saintliness there, and I really have no no doubt. There's no there's no reason for me to doubt that there the the saintliness attained by the Arabic people and, and by the the Muslims has has reached as high as anybody. Uh, why not? Right? There's uh, I have no reason to doubt that as of now. Uh, but then there's uh, also really getting into the Indian concept of the righteous, which has been very gratifying to me because the, the most kind of disgusting and nauseating thing is, is the notion of fake righteousness, the of fake saintliness. And this is what's the whiff kind of uh, that has been coming a lot out of um, mm, the Indian. The, the, that was kind of my perception, my sense of, of the Indian 
people, to be honest, that nothing to do with their being Indian, but just of, of their culture and all of this, that, that it's, it's, it's fake gurus, right? Even you speak to Indians, like, what do you think about gurus? What do you think about, ah, they're all fake. They're all charlatans. So this is kind of the sense that I had is like, ugh, like there's this whole like culture of just fake nonsense, but it's obviously, as may be expected, excellence can be found everywhere, just as beauty can be found everywhere, greatness can be found everywhere, and certainly among, amongst the Indian people, genuine greatness can be found, and it's been so gratifying and, and uplifting to find what, I, what, what appeared to me as genuine examples of, of, of greatness amongst the Indian people, the Indian nation, so we have um, a, a few of them, such as... Um, for what appears to me, Ramakrishna. Looking forward to reading his gospel, the gospel of Ramakrishna. Um, let me see here. Uh, his students, or at least one of his students, uh, um, well, I have the book. I have the books on me, right? I really don't have that much reading required. I felt like, oh, it's so much reading. It's really not. I really don't think. Um, but but as we hopefully get acquainted with Indian uh, philosophy, I'll, I'll have more and more of a of an understanding here. But um, I have already uh, was incidentally picked up one book by Rama Tirtha. Again, I don't. It's tough for me to judge the, these guys, but it seems from from reading accounts of, of, of the lectures, that, that it was genuine uh, development that, that is had here. Uh, and then we have... Um, then, then there is the, the Vedanta philosophy, which seems also to be legit. One here, Swami Swama Ashkananda, Swami Vivekananda. That guy seems very legit. Ramakrishna student. Um, so it, it certainly seems to be that, that there, the phenomenon of, of righteousness and saintliness is not lacking amongst the Indian people. And it's also very important to remind oneself that no amount of fraud, no amount of, of, of bullcrap, pardon the language, can ever take away from genuine accomplishments. There can be 10 million fake gurus, quote unquote, but that doesn't take away if, if say, Ramakrishna was a real Real one, it doesn't take away from him. And that just like if there's 10 million fake martial artists, doesn't take away from a real uh, uh, martial artist. Doesn't take away from a real combat athlete, a real uh, world-class freestyle wrestler, world-level jiu-jitsu guy, a mixed martial It doesn't take away. It doesn't matter. There can be 10 billion fakers. Who cares? Makes it a little bit harder to to discern the, the real from the fake, but it's... Uh, it, it's, it's uh, it's it doesn't take away at all, but anyway. So then we move it on. We to, to the Chinese. The Chinese people also have not been lacking. Notably, Confucius. I was already acquainted with him, thankfully through the Analects. But um, it, now I'm reading, immersing myself more in in, in Eastern philosophy. A good introductory text, the, a handbook of uh, Chinese philosophy. Um, but then we have. Uh, we have uh, what I have a book of Chung Tzu again right now I have no idea I selected it based on, on, on my estimation from what I could find secondary sources of legitimacy so hopefully I, I didn't didn't 
air here and hopefully something legit book of ching Zhu, but hope to find out um uh, uh what else do we have chinese wise tao te ching by lao zi uh, and right now really i'm just on uh mostly i i'm really uh, uh familiar with um with Confucius and um, Lao Zi, Dao De Jing by Lao Zi. I'm familiar with Confucius and uh, with uh, his, I believe it was a Confucist, Mencius Mencuius. Let me see this note here. Um, Mencius, M-E-N-C-I-U-S. It's like it's, you see, it's, I don't have great familiarity, but but it's, it seems to me clear that there's certainly the concept of of the righteous amongst the Chinese nations. As for Japanese, right now I have no idea. Korean, no idea. Uh, what other civilizations are there? Uh, will be Russian. It will be considered probably European. What do we have? Tolstoy. Uh, I don't know how much of a saint he was, but uh, I'm sure that probably that would fall under the Christian. Uh, tradition there but but anyways there's the righteous in all nations and when we contemplate the concept of theirs uh when we con- contemplate those ideas that go by those names it's uh, it gives meaning to all of creation i believe and it, to me seems and and gives meaning to everything else when we contemplate the idea of uh, uh of the vulgar uncultivated human animal uh such as myself and even though I'm working on myself, there's no need for fake humility. I'm working to not be just a human animal and to be closer to these guys and, and ladies in some cases like Guyan, right? But um, it's, so no, no, don't give fake humility just to say, oh, look how I'm classing myself with everybody else. It's, it's the reality is that there's people that have no, it's no fault of or conscious decision. It's just that it's not the, the lot of most of us to ever interface with any ideas such as, uh, righteousness and morality and it's not our, our our class in life thank very thankfully uh, uh, this person and myself uh, has had the merit to to deal with these ideas and and i'm wor- working hard on myself but i'm definitely i i am still an animal i'm still uh, uh, and, and this is proven by by whenever given the opportunity whenever i get off the 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 very strict that uh, mode of life that that i um Generally, and man, I'm immediately drawn to the vulgar, to the visceral, to, to the simple bodily pleasures, and presumably, a person that has really moved away from from their animals, from their animality, they are not, and they uh, they don't need any th- threats of punishment. They don't need any complicated con- behavioral conditioning and systems in order to um, uh, to, to be to, to be far away from uh, from. from to, to to be disgusted by the the visceral right by the by the animalistic i mean there's some sages that they wouldn't even want to be with with their wife right <laughs> cuz presumably cuz they reach such a state of quote unquote spirituality that they couldn't bear descending to to that level of the the animal of the reproductive um of the corporal the concupiscent these big words or a big word eh so I'm now nowhere near there. That's just the, the truth of the matter. It's not fake humility. It's absolutely the case. Absolutely the case. So uh, uh, I am still a human animal, a Homo sapien animal. But I am working on myself. But uh, when we view, even even I'll, I'll be honest, even viewing some somebody such as myself as as far away as I am from from the ideal I want to be, there's still meaning to be had. 
I, I, I would say. Because you can look at me and you can see that I'm striving to, to realize my humanity. I'm striving to, to realize my whatever we want to call it. Use religious terminology, godliness, connection with God, whatever you want to say. I am trying, so there's still meaning to, to be had. No fault, fake humility, okay? But if we look at somebody who's even worse than me, as bad as I am relative to the ideal that that we uh, are aspiring to. And again, I hate, I don't want, no fake humility. If I don't believe something, don't say it. And I do believe that intellectually that, uh, and philosophically, I'm up there with or above anybody. I, I do think so. Whether I'm delusional or not, whether it's warranted or not, that's my impression. So just to avoid the fake humility, I will say that. I think my, my, the philosophy that we have here uh, um, that I would say that I uh, had the merit to, to, bring, to bring down, to bring about, I would say it certainly exceeds the, the philosophy of the Indians and the Chinese and the Christians and the Jews. Uh, but that's not the same thing as, as going beyond the words and beyond the, the logical kind of... Esp- uh, um, be, uh, 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 statements and actually experiencing what it's like to be a saintly person, a person that has transcended their animality. So I think that that's really to, to avoid all false humility and all all shows and all fronts. I would say that that, that philosophically, I don't believe that I that quote unquote I am whatever that's supposed to mean here. I matched, but quote unquote spiritually and and uh, as it concerns uh, the nullifying one's animal desires and and, and really truly transcending one's animality and, and, and ascending to a higher mode of life, I'm not very high. I'm not at all. And, I, and I'm drawn continually to, to the base and the lowly. Uh, but even there, I'm much better than many people. I'm not going to lie. And very thankfully, and at least I have this notion that it's a good thing for me to abstain from, from the, the visceral, from the animal. And I, and I have means in place and systems in place to, to go about doing that. But it's just that, that I haven't internalized it. It's not really a, 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 on a deep, deep level. And, and consequently, I constantly have to hold myself in a short leash with, with a whip and uh, a, with a carrot and a stick. And, and each time that that kind of has been the case, that each time that that is loosened up a little bit, I'm immediately, I run like a, like a, like a dog to a bone. I run to all the, the lowly and base things of of the world. That's just the reality. But hopefully after this year, you know, we have some crazy measures in place, whether it's getting up at 3.15, five days a week for three hours of, of, uh, of philosoph- uh, philosophical writing, uh, meaning I'm just writing fiction or some kind of garbage, but uh, trying to, to improve the understanding in, in the, as, as best as I can, or whether it's this, doing three hours of required advanced lecturing a week, and other things such as uh, that with the other measures that we have in place, a whole program, hopefully I'll be able to really change myself and really convert myself to, to a higher kind of thing by the end of uh, the year. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's been the goal for a long time, but I can see where I fell short. Then hopefully we've addressed those things and, and hopefully I'll be able to, to, to get it done this year. Meaning it wants us so, so that it's to, to a point where I don't have to, force myself to, to stay away from the visceral where I don't have such a love of sleep and such a love of eating and such a love of um, concupiscent behavior where 
as, as whenever I have the opportunity, that's all I want to do, right? I, I want to sleep as much as I can, get up, eat a, a, a triple uh, burger somewhere. Uh, ooh, uh, right? Eat, eat a triple burger. It's even just saying it right now is already driving me nuts. And then go hit, hit up a bar and, and find some ladies to hang out with, right? Like that, that's what, if, if I'm just left alone, that's what I would do every single day pretty much. Uh, maybe once in a while I'll go work out, but even that I am really not drawn to anymore. I don't want to work out. I just want to, just want to be a, be an animal, right? Just be, be completely lazy day in and day out, right? Just wake up. It even sounds good just to say it. It's like, ah, I'm so drawn to it, right? It's like, wake up, eat, uh, uh, you know, go eat a steak and eggs. Oh, and some pancakes with syrup at a, at a, um, at a diner right at a breakfast spot and then just go and sleep more go back to sleep sleep till uh till three four five whatever wake up watch some pranks on youtube saw some stupid videos on entertainment right and on youtube then in the evening suit up hit the bars go find a lady or two to to talk to etc and then go to sleep at 3, 4, 5 a.m., wake up the next day and do it again. And that's it, right? It's like, I love it. <laughs> that's what I'm drawn to. That, that's my, my instinct, right? So, what, oh, geez. Hopefully, by the end of the year, it's not, um, it, it, I'm not like that anymore. Hopefully, I, I will have converted myself to, <laughs> to, something more to where it's like, ugh, I'm disgusted by it. I, I don't want to even seafood. Seafood. Ooh, sushi. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, um, California. Uh, I don't want to seafood. Uh, I don't, I don't want to steak food. Now, I don't want to say, I don't want to think about food. I, I don't really like sleep. I want to immediately get up and, and, and get, get to work on myself and, and all of this. And, and I'm no longer drawn to, to, to the to the corporal and this is a tricky one because we're not trying to to extinguish our our um our, our drive here are we we're not trying to to make ourselves unfit for marriage and unfit for uh, uh, all of that right but it's just the idea is that it has to be properly directed and hopefully if if a person uh, increases in in quote unquote just to say this word holiness right whatever is meant by that they they increase in in, in, in a real connect, palatable connection to 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 the reality, to the absolute, they refine themselves. They move away from their animality. Hopefully, they're disgusted by the prospect of of uh, unguarded and, and careless intimacy, right? And it's like even even at my low stage of development now, when I'm not thinking straight, it's like, why should I be drawn to to a, a woman that is not my wife, right? What, like, why? This is, what's the, this? This is delusion, right? For she does uh, the, uh, somebody I have no uh, love for as as a wife, as a human, as the person, maybe whatever. But but as a wife, right? It's it's like a, it's a lie, it's a deception, and, and even now I can kind of see how how it can be. It, it disgusts me sometimes, but hopefully, certainly we can get to that point where it's like uh, I I can't. I don't want to touch you, right? I don't want to look at you. You're not my wife. I, this is the wrong, this is the wrong uh, outlet for this, um, for this kind of uh, um, aspect of uh, uh, of desire. For this desire, it's the wrong is the wrong outlet, right? And, and the same thing would go, obviously, for for uh, other activities that men engage in. 
to as an outlet for that desire if we really kind of for example after some time spent uh, moving away from one's animality and, and engaging in uh, higher level kinds of things the prospect of then of looking at at disgusting animalistic acts and then doing another disgusting animalistic act that you want to vomit it's it's absolutely it's inconceivable it's like you hear somebody else talking about about like what you're animal you're disgusting right but then obviously if we uh, lower ourselves and and then the animal again takes over and then it's uh, very much not disgusting it's very much desirable but hopefully it can be accomplished that that we can I can uh, move away again permanently, <laughs> hopefully permanently, and hopefully I will have uh, an appropriate avenue for for uh, for desires very soon. By uh, hopefully I'll, I'll I'll get married, right? And and obviously by no means for the sake of that, uh, that that for the sake of of the person of, of the of the woman and to, to give to her. And, and to make her happy, all of that, but it, it, it so happens that it would also be—it's a healthy thing for 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 myself as as a man, right? But um, anyhow, uh, yeah. But making it too personal, right? But it doesn't matter. It's my own lectures from intended for myself, right? So, but uh, but anyways, this concept of uh, of righteous people. It gives sense to to all the the universe and and all of the and everything that there is because we see it's a good in itself. It's a, a righteous tzaddik, a righteous saint, a righteous Sufi, a righteous uh, Swami, a righteous Confucian, right? A, a person that's in line with with reality and and is sane and is is oh, it's, it's beautiful, it's amazing, it's great, right? It's ooh, wow. And now, now, to what extent it's uh, it's it's desirable, and is there an oh, is there an overkill? What about the people? That, for example, I read a, a Sufi quote that the Sufi it doesn't even exist at, at all as an individual; is completely exist in God and through God and and all this kind of stuff, right? So, what about that? Is that is that an overkill, or is there no overkill to spirituality? Can you just go further and further? Um. And there's a question that I hope to, to gain clarity with in time. Uh, 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 cl- clarity uh, in with time. Uh, so, um, uh, something called say, ego death, right? So if a person completely loses any concept of, of themselves as a creation, as an individual... Is this desirable? Uh, and I don't, not so absolutely clear that it is, because it, wouldn't it be more that that what's that what we're shooting after is to have a relationship with the absolute? So the conditioned has a relationship with the unconditioned, but it has to remain conditioned. If it loses its conditioning, then it, then it kind of merges, presumably, theoretically, it sounds great, right? Merge with the unconditioned, with the absolute. But presumably, there's no way to, in this life at least, merge absolutely with the absolute. If for no other reason than we have a body and the biggest Sufi, the biggest Tzaddik, the biggest uh, Swami, the biggest uh, uh, saint, whatever, still has to use the restroom, like all of us. Still has to eat and still has to drink. So we're bound to, we cannot, as been said, right? We can't get down from the horse that we are on. And consequently, um, and, and consequently, maybe if we go and we lose our any condition, we become, we perceive ourselves as unconditioned, but we really still are conditioned. But it's just like an unhealthy type of state of being where we lose our individuality, where we lose 
what is um, uh, uh, our 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 place in the creation, and we're kind of in a in a in a shadow zone. In, in um, what was that show called? That uh, Twilight Zone, right? We're in a Twilight Zone of kind of not being a, a person, not being a, a, a creation per se, but also not merging with the absolute. And then we, what do we do, right? It's like we're not feeling the complete beatitude of being part of the absolute, but we're also, but, but we have nothing to do in life because we've lost all interest in, 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 the, in the creation. In the extent we have no even desire maybe to, to work on our intellect and work on our wisdom and all of this because we, we think that we've uh, apprehended something higher than that. Right? Who was it that said? Was it Aquinas or was it Augustine? I think I think it was Aquinas that said at the end, "Ah, oh, forget everything I've written. I've just apprehended a higher reality." So presumably, we can apprehend the higher reality, such as maybe with the help of some LSD type of things or whatnot, and then we can lose all interest in in just the the the, the quote unquote material and the corporal, and it's like I have, there's just pure light. There's just pure this. Why? What am I going to now go and work on? Thinking about how to think logically about uh, language, <laughs> it seems even pathetic to say. Right now, I'm going to be launch an epistemological investigation. Right after you've just seen pure light and pure consciousness and all of this. So, but but presumably, again, we're we're we are not still. We are still conditioned. We are still a creation, at least during this life. So we have to engage properly with the creation. And if we try to go jump past the jump the gun, jump, you know, and we try to get past where, where we can be, it may be, again, that we end up in this twilight zone where we're nowhere, where we're not experiencing the beatitude of being one with the absolute, with God, whatever you want to call it, and we're also not experiencing the pleasure of being a great creation, of being a proper human being and doing what human beings do, and, and, we, and, and then what do we have? And I feel like I've I felt uh, some ways like this at at times during this year at my own lowly level, presumably. Again, without false humility, at a level higher than some, but lower than others, depending on what uh, perspective we we, we take. Uh, But I felt like, yeah, so so there's been times like this where I've lost all uh, interest in, 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 uh, in anything, in advancing myself in the context of the creation, of saying, okay, I want to become a greater philosopher. I want to become more educated. I want to work on my wisdom and my on my erudition, on my ability to to convey ideas. Who cares, right? It's like there's the the the, the creation that doesn't even exist from a certain perspective, from the absolute perspective. What am I going to be involved with it? But I I'm not at the level of being able to merge with the absolute. So consequently, it's just a state of listlessness and not even depression. It's not that you're sad, but you're not happy either, and you're not anything at all. It's just like uh. And what are you left with? Except you still have to eat, you still have to drink, so you're just left with this. So you're basically back to being an animal that that has no desire for for humanity to pursue humanity, and has no real relation with with beatitude either. So again, I, it, I think we have to be careful with with spirituality, with, quote unquote. We have to be careful with that, with, with what goes on here, and not be so quick to dismiss our our the yoke of of humanity, the yoke of of philosophy, the yoke of uh, uh, of wisdom. It's probably better to to not be quote unquote fully realized, to not be fully quote unquote one with the quote unquote absolute, uh, but to still be a great piece of work, to to be a great human being, to to be uh, in, as the Chinese would say, as the Confucius would say, to to be living the way as 
what other examples? I wish I had other examples off the bat. Whatever, to, to be a, more, a moral, righteous person, but to, to feel distinctly as, as a creation, as a being, as opposed to uh, as one with, with, with the absolute, rather, again, to be in that twilight type of zone. But maybe there is a proper way to advance where we re- are, are, feel that we exist in God, quote-unquote, but we still... Um, uh, but we uh, at, at simultaneous to, to being a, a, a solid piece of work. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, this kind of stuff and, and engaging with the the mm, the French word reason, the entree, whatever the the uh, engaging with um, what I've called the ontological objective with, with the, the the thing in itself and. And the tendencies of the thing in itself that, that count for uh, the, the 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 world of representations, I think that that's in doing so properly, not in some haphazard and crazy type of way. Like obviously, there's a bajillion people that that can say all day long with something big words, right? And they're just crazy. It's not, nothing to do with with genuine quote unquote spiritual accomplishments. Nothing to do with that uh, with a Saint Augustine or or uh, 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 St. Thomas Aquinas, for, for instance, or presumably, again, I haven't read him yet, but uh, Eckhart, uh, Meister Eckhart, uh, or Madame Guyon, or, 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 uh, or Spinoza, or Socrates, or, um, or a Hafez Hayim, or a Hazon Ish, uh, or uh, a Ramakrishna, or, um, or his student that, that w- was legit, or... Um, uh, or uh, 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 Abin Rabi, whatever his name is, uh, or uh, with Abyssina, as I didn't, didn't mention him, presumably he's good, right? He's legit now. Uh, 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 or a um, Confucius. There's nothing to do at all with these eminent, illustrious jewels of, of humanity, these, these crown jewels, right, uh, that, that, that we have. Again, per the concepts. Maybe it's the concept is overblown, maybe it's myth, but. And again, nobody's telling stories like that about us. But nobody's telling stories like that about me or about the the person across the street. About me yet. Again, no false humility. I want to be great. Right? Let's not let's not BS. Pardon language. I want to be great. Uh, not that I want stories told about it, but I want to be great for whatever it's worth, for sure. But n- nobody's... Not, I'm not great like I want to be yet. Nobody's telling stories like that about me. Nobody's telling stories like that about about Bob the Builder, right? So there's a reason, it, it, uh, even if this story's made up, that story's made up, so there's some clout, whatever, there's, there's the concepts there. But the, these are, this, is, this, this gives meaning to, to the whole shebang, right? It's the, the crown jewels of, of, of what there is. Obviously, there's no relation to, to, the, to the guru on YouTube that is, is, is uh, talking about how, how spiritually developed he is, how he's attained to the 500th vibration of the, of the vibrations of the vibrations. And whatnot, and, and it's such a destructive notion, also that there's no real authentic way to to attain real greatness and real inner greatness and real righteousness, and that all that we have is just this haphazard type of garbage, right? It's like uh, in art, maybe that there's not such thing as a real master of art. It's just anybody is it's equally valid. A little kid goes and splatters paint on a canvas. It's equally valid to the Mona Lisa. Right, so this is a destructive notion, and and then if this is so, then there's no you forget about art, forget about the whole thing. What do we need um, that garbage for? Or for instance, uh, in music, if if 
It's the same thing. A little kid goes and bangs a monkey, say, goes and bangs on a keyboard. It's the same thing to Mozart and Bach and Beethoven. Then who cares about music? Forget about the whole thing. Right? It, it has no worth. It has no meaning. It has no nothing. It's, it's all garbage. Uh, it's not worthy of, of thought or pursuit. Right? Because there's no, if anybody can do it, then, then, it's, it's, then nobody can, if anybody can do it, it's, it's meaningless, right? Or it's, it can be great for everybody, let's say, most people can breathe, thankfully, unless they can't do it. They can, they can. It's, it's something to be grateful for, but it's nothing to, to be, to, to really pursue as an individual accomplishment. Like, look, I'm breathing, so are you, so are you, right? So, um, it's the same thing. If, if in the world of quote unquote spirituality, of, of real inner development, if it's anybody goes, if, any, if anybody w- without talent, without ability, without real desire, without real mental health, without real, uh, real foundation of, of normalcy, if they can just go and they can pick up a book on vibrations and, and, um, and on the law of attraction, <laughs> and to say such things, uh, 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 of, this, of this kind of garbage, and they can become as great as as some of the people that we mentioned, if that's great, if they can become one gazillionth of that, if they can attain, if they can have anything to be said in, in, in not even in the same sentence, but in the same the one million words, a billion words, a trillion words as that person, right? Presumably they can be said if, if each word is a person, then yeah, presumably we ordered the, the words by the people in the world, and they could be said in the top hundred billion as somebody else, right? However many people have been alive. But whatever it may be, right? If they can you get the point. If, it, if it's anything like that at all, then there's no point in pursuing it at all because then it's garbage because then there's no such thing as genuine development. It's anything goes. You can be a crazy nut job and, and, and go and like some of these videos you see, oh, you know, I, I see spirits. I'm a spiritual being, right? Uh, go, go be a fortune teller. And, it's, and you might as well, right? You, you could be a fortune teller in Atlantic City uh, for, uh, or you could be, uh, uh, you know, St. Augustine or, or any of these people. What does it matter? It's the same thing. Right? Goodness forbid that, that it be so. If that's all right, then, then it's, you don't want to have anything to do with it at all. So it's very, very important to keep those standards of excellence and, and to, to remember just how difficult it is to, to attain the real accomplishment. And the same thing, even philosophically speaking, right? If, if uh, it disgusts me each time to see, I mean, because of my own insecurities, but it disgusts me each time to see bad philosophy, to see imposters, to see fakes, because I think, what if I'm just like that and I can't recognize myself? Or what if, an even scarier thought, because, okay, personal failure, okay, but at least somebody's succeeding. Look how selfless we are, right? At least somebody's succeeding. But if the, if the thought that there's not even a possibility of success in philosophy, right? Like some people, very ignorantly, certainly, in my opinion, just my opinion, they very ignorantly think there's no possibility of success in philosophy. It's all garbage, right? It's all, ah, oh, yeah, like the Richard Feynman said, ah, oh, philosophers just sit on the, uh, on the outside making stupid comments. We hear the real warriors of truth. We're making real progress. I'd, uh, I'd say a real, next to a real philosopher, no physicist who's just a physicist can, can so much as sh- shouldn't be able to stand without being ashamed. Right? Working with that, with the insular language game of making marks that may well be completely senseless without ever having considered what it, what even the most basic things such as cause and effect can possibly mean or what the, the, the stat, ontological status of even a, a speck of dust is. And, and then a person goes and they manipulate signs and symbols and do, and, do, and who knows what and, and and create more garbage and more senseless uh, sounds, right? But uh, but this impression, but I wouldn't also wouldn't blame somebody like Feinstein too much from what he's 
uh, probably seen, which is the modern day quote unquote f- fake philosophers, right? The 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 just the pedantic uh, scholar, not scholars, is scholars. Ooh, that's also a huge status amongst men, right? A scholar, but it's not even a scholar; it's just silly commentators. So if that's all he was exposed to. No, no blame. I mean, he wasn't exposed to a real philosopher, the real deal. But um, but the prospect that there is no real differentiation that. Um, like I just recently came across some, some nut job, some cuckoo uh, uh, that uh, is, a, is a philosopher, right? This, what the, you call oneself a philosopher, right? But you're reading some 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 kind of absolute garbage, some absolute word salad, and this prospect that there's no differentiation to be made between that and the work of a, of a John Locke, the work of an Adam Smith, heck, even the work of a of Schopenhauer, not because. Simply because there's too much psychology with Schopenhauer, too much of his of Schopenhauer and Schopenhauer. We want to get rid of the the thinker and the thought. And better that it's just the thought without the thinker. But even still, and no question about it, I see Schopenhauer makes the the vast majority of mankind look like a bunch of monkeys intellectually, if not spiritually and psychologically and, and emotionally and all that. Certainly intellectually, so not even monkeys probably. So, so if there's no difference to be made. It's like you don't want to forget about everything, right? Why have I just wasted so many years of my life pursuing philosophy and pursuing excellence of mind and thought and 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 reading uh, it's, it's the the greats and 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 writing so much, right? Why when when I could just go and and I can go jot a, a bunch of words on paper and, and call myself a philosopher and there's no difference, right? So it's a scary notion. It's a disgusting notion, and, and it's always a, a cause for in for kind of critical self-look, like, am I like this, right? You see a, 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 a disgusting person, maybe even just on a lower level, you see somebody who's annoying, and you think, am I like this? Am I annoying? You see somebody who's not, uh, in, in, you know, you, you do things, you don't think about them, but then you hear somebody else burp or, or fart or pass gas, pardon me, or something, then you're like, wait, that do I do that? So I'm, I'm also disgusting. It's, it's an opportunity to look in the mirror. So we see somebody who calls themselves a, a philosopher, and, and and we look read their their stuff and like ah oh, this is garbage this is disgusting this is a disgrace to 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 to, to the human intellect and, and to to everybody right and like, am I like that do I just favor myself because I'm me and as we all favor our own self we we our stuff doesn't stink so it's always a chance and that 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 doubt that it could be me it could I could be the the one that's a piece of dirt is always very humbling and. And it's worse than humbling because it's it's just a very disheartening notion. But all we can do is, is you can never know for certain. You can never know. And, and it can always be. Right? Even somebody like Schopenhauer, I'm reading uh, the, the Will and Nature, I believe it's called. And then he begins to talk about magic and, and what is mesmerism, quote unquote. I don't even know what that is. Or telekinesis or, or whatnot. All of these kind of things. And uh, it's also disheartening because you see, and he's giving his support to to, to somebody who was later found to be a fraud, apparently, in, in the in the kind of occult or whatever type of stuff. It's also disheartening because you're like, man, I just took this this philosophy so seriously that the, the world has will and representation, right? It was a real incredible uh, journey to, to go through that text. And this is somebody that just wanted this to be true more than anything. And they're willing to give up their integrity and to talk about these things. Is it really necessary to talk about magic in order to, to, he's like, in support of my theory, is it really necessary? Right? It's not to say, quote unquote, it's something does not exist. Everything that exists exists. Do we know? Can we account for the the connections between phenomena and their entirety? Absolutely not. 
Are there mechanisms that maybe most people are not aware of or that are not in the mainstream that, that somebody maybe has mastered or somebody's able to manipulate so as to uh, manipulate representations or, or, or whatnot? Sure, perhaps. But is it knowing how much baggage is attached to words like that magic and, and sorcery and all this, is it necessary to bring it up for somebody who wants to be taken seriously by everyone to, to bring that up in support of one's of one's theory, I think not, right? So even reading, reading this kind of stuff, it's like, ah, oh, what if Schopenhauer is also garbage and it's really no different than, than all the fakes and the frauds and, the, and, 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 and all of this? And the worst thing is, what if there is no such thing as frauds and fakes? What if just the whole enterprise overall is just all garbage? There's just this, you can be, there's a minimal difference between a Schopenhauer and, uh, and, um, and the self-published, uh, Whoa! What's don't talk about self against self-publishing? Now, it's also self-published, but but against that, nothing to do with self-publishing. Just against some kind of cuckoo hack that that's uh, deranged in his writing. I'm okay now. I'm gonna the cosmic principles of cosmic yada yada yada. Right? Some kind of some kind of who knows why? There's no difference. It's the same thing. Okay, one by accident attained fame. Aristotle by accident his manuscripts were saved. This this uh, random uh, nut job in, in his mom's basement somewhere uh heck i'm also living in the basement right now oh my goodness getting insecure <laughs> at least not in my mom's basement right? but it is it, also is, is the same uh thing it's a scary thought it, it so um n- you know it's a scary thought but anyhow wow got got distracted but um that's no problem right we're just trying to work through these things but anyways the the concept of of, of real righteousness is is a super duper uh inspiring one and Say, yeah, perhaps there is, to reiterate, point 1.1, one on two. On the second one, perhaps there is worth to the notion that the whole world exists for the sake of the righteous, everyone and everything else is just a supporting cast. 1.2, be prepared. Uh, I don't know if I want to read this one. Um, you know, I said, be prepared starting very shortly and ending probably never in my life to work as hard and as long as necessary. He says that the concept of God in the minds of man is that of what? It's a little dramatic. It's a little, uh, <laughs> it's a little over the top. But it, it's just that, from a certain point of view, the idea is yeah. There, there's no greater truth than that. That there, that than quote unquote God is one. But what does that actually mean? That's the question, right? I would say that that, um, that there really is not, nothing at all besides God, and uh, and somehow we have to figure out how that can work with. In the face of things that appear to contradict it, so in many instances that's already been I figured that out, no problem. Such as in the face of, of 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 so-called evil, it's not so-called. We can call it evil, not to deny the existence of everything, but as as we as we understand, uh, if we have to, for it to not be a contradiction, in the face of the unity of what there is, if we have to understand how it comes about in accordance with the same mechanisms, how it's not some kind of type of uh, naive gnosticism that there's a. A good and a, and somebody other than good. If we understand that each person is, each form of life can only move toward holes, can only move uh, toward their their. Uh, they can only strive to cleave to, to to God, to the Creator via whichever means is for them possible. Uh, and given the context, given the knowledge, given the knowledge of morality and quote unquote spirituality and and uh, and ethics and all of this, a person in that context strives to attain self esteem. And if it's the context is, is ill-informed, if it's ignorant, if it doesn't account for um, uh, for uh, for reality, 
then the outcome can well be very ugly and, and very out of sync with uh, with, uh, with what appears to be apparently out of sync with what's around it, but by no stretch of the imagination is that a contradiction to the unity of, of, of existence and to the singularity of it and, and of the soul direction of the will to so say and all of that. And the person who does the worst crimes on, on the planet is, has the exact same motivation and the precisely same function as the biggest and, and most righteous saint and scholar and philosopher in, in all of this. Philosopher is no guarantee he's good. A saint will say, right? Because because it's just the the pursuit of interest in light of different of a different understanding of reality. Uh, so it's not that that's kind of easy to put away uh, once we begin to think about it. Relatively easy, um, and it's so clear and solid that there's there's I am confident. I'm confident in that in that understanding in those understandings that class of understandings that idea whatever you say. But uh, it, it, some other things such as simply the existence of of a color. In the face of the absolute, how can it be in the face of the unity of God that there can be the color white or the color blue or the color pink? Or how can there be that I have an impression right now of a parking tag or of a steering wheel or of a cloud or whatever else? That, that is the a question to be answered. Right? And um, it's, it's not enough to, to just throw words at it. For instance, um, reading uh, Indian uh, Saint scholar, supposed, as far as I understand, as far as would appear to me now, per what I understand of them and of things in general. And he was, you know, talking about the Vedanta philosophy, and he's saying that really the way to understand the Berkeley was wrong, Kant was wrong. The, the way to understand it, reality is uh, that there's the essence, say, of the pencil, there's the godliness of the pencil, or, or whatever the. And then there's the, the essence of oneself. And when they collide, it's like two waves and there's a ripple. And that's what we call perception. So we can say these words it can be an interesting metaphor. The collision of, of two essences. But what does it actually mean? We have no idea. I have no idea. And certainly it did not appear that the speaker had any idea. Why, if a pencil is a, is a, a, a term that we attach to certain sensations that we engage in in a utilitarian way, in what exact way can can the can there be an essence of the pencil that exists in outside of the essence which is ourself? Like what is what 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 really is supposed to be going on there? So it's I don't think it's an answer at all. But maybe there's a different uh, and we'll, as we delve into Indian philosophy, maybe there an answer will come about that that they have and that makes sense based on uh, what we can reason from, from the ground up as opposed to just saying, oh, it is this, right? Because it's just a statement. Oh, it's the ripples of the two, wave, two waves colliding. Okay, I can say that. I can say it also in Chinese, translate it to Chinese. I can just say a bunch of random words. It doesn't tell me anything. I have to know exactly what's being referred to. We have to know, right? So, um, man, you see this... this drawn to my, my corporality, my animality. I'm trying to elevate myself now and all I can really think about is, uh, is food and, and uh, how cool it will be to, how awesome it will be to get a foot long at Subway or a nice steak. Oh my goodness, I can't even, I can't even. Um, but um, uh, whatchamacallit. 
okay so 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 yeah so anyways yeah so that's the 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 thing but um and as much as as this is so which does seem to be so that there's 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 the unity of of the thing in itself presumably that's the highest idea that we can apprehend and that that we can aspire to and if i want to be dramatic about uh, my you know and 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 be optimistic that i have a purpose in 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 life we could be perhaps put something like that to to just as Schopenhauer said, he has one thought that the, there's a blind, insatiable will, and that everything is its its uh, its representation. A very brilliant thought. Yes, yes, yeah, very brilliant. But uh, very, very with strict uh, limitations and 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 not even limitations. Not, we would say that it's wrong the way that that he expounded it. It's. Uh, it's there's many more things to say, right? but but I would say the, the the thought here would would be that there is there is one uh, uh, necessary existence there to so say to so speak and 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 then kind of the idea is to to express that thought in as many ways as possible through uh, accounts of of psychology and and accounts of 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 natural philosophy and and, and so forth and figuring out just like Schopenhauer tried to deduce the relation between gravity and and music and architecture and the human will, right? It was, again, brilliant. Brilliant, what can I say? But uh, I, I, we here, myself, say, when I try to understand how a human wi- um, will arises from the, the tendency of the thing in itself conceived in relation to certain ideas and the world of representation is conceived in in relation to uh, a desire of the thing in itself right so it all comes down to and comes from and is reducible to maybe reducible i'm not sure about to to the one that there is to the god whatever you want to call but we have to keep thinking about it and it's no point of just saying lines to uh, to accept maybe it could be motivating but just to say the lines right here I have a thought. A righteous person, a tzaddik, say, to put it in the in the terminology of one tradition, falls X amount of times, but gets up X plus one amount of times. Indeed, indeed, it is. Uh, it, it's um, it, it's it's the mark of of the righteous person to continue to to, to struggle and toil. But we would say that there's a in the Bible, maybe it says, or in the in the Talmud, maybe it says that uh, they they run and we run, right? But we run towards life and they run towards death. And it's even, I think, referred to as physical exercise, literally, by some commentators, I believe. Again, I could be totally off with this, but just from what I roughly recall, uh, what that means is that, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, both the righteous and the wicked work out, but the righteous work out to, in, 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 to, 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 you know, in order to serve God, in order to, to attain to something lofty and ennobled to have a, a healthy body so as to be able to to aspire to to a higher mode of life and a, and a greater degree of service to, to god while the the ignorant the, the the wicked the animal the vulgar they do it so that they can have more health and more vigor to pursue their their bodily pleasures and their their bodily desires and that is something that unquestionably i can relate to so let's not make these false separations or put myself on the wrong side of the divide here. I would say I'm certainly thus far one of those who, who tries to do it for the sake of, of pleasure and lowly stuff. But we're working on that. But um, 
but but yeah, yeah. So, so there there's clearly people there's many people that we would say are not exactly righteous that are working very hard that that fall and get up right and what's the every every you know sleazy salesperson oh you need to keep trying you this person rejects your business offer your your sales call try the next one try the next one right so we would say that that's a form of of what we're talking about but it's misdirected we're talking when it comes to quote-unquote spirituality when it comes to human development when it comes to wisdom it's so hard to attain to the genuine it's so hard to to really develop and to to feel that one has advanced uh, or, or, or to really advance and quote unquote get closer to God, and time and time again we fall and we go back to to our to our animality. We move away from from the the ways of propriety and, and righteousness and saintliness and and toward the the ways of the vulgar and the animal. And again and again and again. But that's what the righteous person does. Uh, the tzaddik, the saint, the 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 Sufi, the Swami, the Confucian. Uh, and hopefully we can add more list to, to terms to that list soon as it concerns the righteous men and, and women of uh, the nations. But the, uh, those people, they, they get up again and again and again and they never tire and they never fatigue and they never um, uh, get, permanently, goodness forbid, obviously get, God forbid, we say get, get sidetracked from, from the, the, the pursuit, from the task, from the object, objective of uh, realizing oneself of realizing but not in this the way of the wicked right of realizing one's business potential or something that uh, can be part of it but not in itself but but realizing god to so say getting close to god attaining the, the heights of, of of what's possible for for this for, for ourselves um and that is uh to relate that to, to myself again just because these are lectures for me so uh, that i want to re-listen to and and think about how I relate to them, shoot, it's even more useful, I feel like, than times when I structure specifically to talk about myself. Now I'm talking about myself more. But um, uh, to, to, to relate that to me, right, it's been a massive, massive struggle for me throughout my life is is to, to keep getting back up on, on the on the course of, of uh, the, the, the righteous, the path of the just, the path of the tzaddik, or whatever you want to say. And just most recently, with, with this year, now 2020, right, it came to just a crashing halt of, of, of 2019. I really, I stepped up my learning. Um, but after it was over, it's like, I, I feel, I almost feel like burnt out. Like there's no, how can, there's no way I'm going to go back to, to the ways of, of learning and, and all of this, right? And especially the huge task ahead of me, putting together a whole new packet for, for, the, for this coming year, for 2020. Uh, and yet, right, after month, uh, is it months, December, November, December, January, and some of February. So two plus months, but it felt much longer because I feel like it's day after 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 day. Because eight weeks, that's a lot of days, right? That's 58 times 7, what, 52, sometimes 8, 9, 52, hopefully. Correct. That's a lot of days. And after all these days, after all this effort, Finally, somehow, I was able to to put together a program absolutely unprecedented in the history of of, of my life. Uh, it's it's great. It's incredible. And, and, um, and we, I got up. I got up. And um, and even just this was the first week following the program, and and I slipped. Uh, uh, I took um, 
was it two vacation day one one day I, I slipped with the learning with the reading so i took a, a vacation day another day friday i get up i was like i'm not having it I, I don't want to write i don't want to learn today i took a vacation day slept chilled right relaxed um but i got up right and now saturday i got up uh also had my one hour uh, one hour of um of uh, uh, of out loud prayer and meditation and all of that, and um, I, I fell right. I, it was it was garbage. I stayed in bed, and and there's people in my house. I can't say anything out loud, so I was just thinking stuff and whispering, and it didn't wasn't at all like like we wanted. And then I went back to sleep, and I fell, and then I, I had and then I got up and I learned for five hours, uh, more probably a little bit more than that even. Um, uh, it way into the into the evening when I should have done that in the morning and it was painful and it was annoying but I got up and I did it and today Sunday I uh, uh, I got up and and finally did it right and um, with the help of caffeine and got myself out of the house and into the car and did a whole hour of of out loud prayer which was incomparable to anything that that we've had this past week no question about it and now here I am doing my required lecturing so I got up Right, and that—that's what it is, and uh, it's, it's so gratifying, it's so satisfying when we really focus on it and think about it. Oof, ah, it's just... But um, so that—that's what it is, and it's not to say um, to jump the gun and say that that makes me righteous. But again, with to avoid false humility, I aspire to be righteous. I do, and I aspire to be a, a, a great man and one of the the great people of of uh, of the nation and of humanity, and to be a uh, the best that, 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 that mankind has to offer. That's my aspiration. Will I ever attain it? I don't know. How far am I? I don't know. Philosophically, intellectually, I, the, I, the, I wouldn't seem that there's too much competition, but it's through it's just the, the, it's not an unfair advantage of, of, uh, the, of talent and psychology that, that we have here. But in other ways, the, there's many, many that exceed me, surely that are living in this day and no question in history. So we have so much more work to do. So not jump the gun and call ourselves here righteous, but this is the path of the righteous to continue to get back up. And maybe if I keep doing it, and also I hopefully I fall less indeed, right? There's no need to keep falling. There's enough challenges. Like something like this, like right now, I'm challenged, right? To, to con- but it's a it's a deeply gratifying, satisfying type of challenge that's smooth. It's not like a challenge like uh, if I on a particular day, you know, I have to 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 do a lecture and I can't even open my mouth. I'm like, uh, right? It's, I don't know that it's necessary to always have that kind of challenge. Just like in sports, is it necessary to always have the challenge of barely being able to walk in order to have a good in order to work out? Sometimes that's a challenge, but it's also a challenge when you feel great. And just to squeeze out better and better and better performance. The more and more enthusiasm, more and more connection and passion. That's also a challenge, right? It's also a great challenge. Um, so, and I really hope that this stays in the memory instead of being deleted, as has been the case. But let's hope. But either way, it's good practice. doesn't really matter. Uh, but, but that's also a challenge. So I feel like I should aspire more to those kinds of challenges where my, my, my life plan is, is figured out and... Uh, I do the the proper things with nutrition and sleep and rest and recovery, so I feel good. And um, the right caffeine choices, so I feel good. For example, I had, a, I had a garbage energy drink from a, from a convenience store, 
early in the week and it just completely, I don't want to say it ruined it, but in conjunction with the, the experience of having it, I had an awful day of studying and learning and the writing was shot and I was feeling awful and, and just feeling garbage. So, but that's part of the responsibility. Uh, if I want to try a new energy drink, maybe try it on, on the weekend. Uh, don't, don't mess around with, with the writing. Don't, don't, it should be sacrosanct. It should be uh, a very special time. Um, and, uh, and, or even, or with the learning as well. It is so much unbelievable as, as far as I can now tell books and, 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 waiting for it to be read and studied diligently. So, so it's, it's a great opportunity. Do not screw around with that. Um, but, uh, so, so be responsible with the caffeine choices, no question about it. And with diet and everything else, but, but, and then we could still, still challenge you still, but I, I feel like it's a challenge where you're not, where you're past, you're able to walk at least, right? It's like you're, you're running, right? It's like, it's a challenge. You're running a marathon. Excuse me. Oof. You're running a marathon and it's a challenge to keep going to keep, but you're running, right? It's a different challenge than when, when you're not even running, when you're just like rolling around in place. So the same thing when I sit, when I'm at the point, uh, of, um, of, uh, uh, of where I can, my mind feels shot, shot when my sleep schedule is all over the place and I wake up with one hour of sleep and I'm feel like dazed and confused and all this kind of stuff. Right. And, um, when I'm at that point, it's, uh, it's, it's not, I'm not running. So it's a challenge. I have to get up. I have to try to be righteous and I have to get up. But I, I'm just saying, I don't know that that is strictly necessary to be righteous to continue have those kinds of challenges. I think it may well be possible to be righteous by, by overcoming that and by having a, a, a consistent mode of life and, and feeling good and, and all of that. And, uh, and focusing and the challenge then is to just be, be greater and greater and to, to run faster and faster and squeeze out better and better performance as opposed to again running it all in the first place all right um let's see um ah 1.4 in consideration of apparent existential threats e.g mortality Quintillions of years, death of the universe, we must consider that the one who measures is able only to set as his clearly conceived objective that which actually is. Concepts which can be apprehended only in one way. As such, making it relative to the measure good without question. In full conformity to an objective, it is possible to set. As such, it is only faulty concept keys that can be the subject of our dissatisfaction. In other words, don't worry about any of that stuff. What I meant here, uh, I do think, is that... um. Very frequently, we, I have at least encountered, and certainly it would appear by their their writings and such that others have as well, existential threats, meaning questions of concern, not only as it concerns something contingent and that we we can understand as of no great consequence, such as whether or not I. my car works. I, I care a lot about because you know my my the the, the mode of life I have is, is intertwined intimately with a with a working vehicle or with the ability to get from from the, to, from one place to another. But I understand that it's not an existential threat, meaning it's not an ontological issue whether or not my car works. Right, regardless of what happens to, to myself as an individual, I can if I see that there's a point to other beings and other things, and it's it's a, it's a satisfying thing, right? 
but um, I understand I'm going to go one day and I, and I am working toward the good that, that will remain and perhaps towards the good of an individual in a future life, but that's a different question. But uh, the, the, the scariest uh, thing of all is, um, is to consider the fact that there's fundamental problems with existence that cannot be rectified, that there are issues. For example, with uh, um, uh, mortality, right? Like that, 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 That's a fundamental issue, not only as it concerns an individual, not on the grade of, oh, somebody's car not working, uh, but, but on, the, uh, on the grade of the whole scheme of things. Or quintillions of years. This is a scary notion, right? Because like, when do we exist if in this infinite internal uh, um, uh, show production here of time? Uh, how can we? How can there be a, any sort of anything at all? That, that, you know, in, in the face of this of this massive uh, uh, these massive spans of time. So this seems to be um, a big problem. To, to the to, to existence itself that's a, that's greater than just the the issues of one individual person meaning uh, the difference we see right between one person's car not working and uh and um uh, and it being so that uh that um uh, that, that that there's no point at all to the whole creation but here that i see or there's some kind of fundamental problem to do with time or death or or whatnot, or something that's been bothering me of late is, is, isn't God said that there's nobody else but him? And from his perspective, there's, there's just him. And it's like, maybe he really wants there to be somebody besides him, but ultimately there can only be so on a, on a certain level, but not on, on, on the ultimate level. And for his own perspective, he can, he cannot bestow his, his love on anybody because there's only him. And, and it's a very sad and scary thought for that, that, that is so, but here, what I'm saying is, um, must consider that the one who measures only able to set as his clearly considered objective that which is, right? Concepts which can be apprehended only in one way. So, um, as such, relative to the measure, good is without question. It, mm, let me say this is that which is as such, making it relative. That's good without question. Full conformity to an objective as possible to set, meaning we say something is desirable in relation to a desire. That coffee is desirable because we desire coffee and, instead of tea. So consequently, we can only desire that which is, and that which is is only that which we are able to set it uh, as able to clearly apprehend. So if we clearly apprehended the entire scheme of things, we would most definitely set that as our objective. So we can only call it good, aka in conformity with our desires. Consequently, the re- the relation that the the reality is that there is only good. There is only absolute good. If we clearly conceive the existence of everything as it really is, we would only be able to say that there is only good, aka that everything conforms to the only desire it is possible to set, which is to have that which there. In fact, is uh, so it is only faulty concept case. It says here that can be the subject of our dissatisfaction. Meaning, it's only by scrambling up concepts and, and suggesting using our words that things are other than as they are. For providing instructions that could, could, that that one would actually fail to follow, should should one attempt to so do. But but to, to grant uh, to, to implant also the concept that of uh, of reality to these faulty conceptual keys by so doing, one is is able to to. to uh, Combine other feelings that that are, exist in conjunction with a lower uh, awareness of uh, the good than is had. Um, uh, one can imagine having otherwise, and, and that variation is noted as as what we call bad, and as we what we call uh, 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 all that kind of stuff. And and by combining that that sentiment with a faulty concept key, we uh, and giving instructions which we cannot actually follow. Um, then then that is uh, what gives us this this. 
these existential threats, but when we recall that that is actually just faulty concept case and that there's only that which there is, and consequently only that which there is can be set as the sites of our uh, objectives. We can only desire that which there actually is, and consequently it is only actually good. We can only think of it as good. We can see that there is no worries to be had about anything at all because it is exactly the only way that it can be, and we can only set as our objective that which it can be. Now, that was all said very fast. I don't know why I said it, said it so fast. Uh, it's not going to help me to speak fast in order for the time to go quicker so that I can go to a diner and eat some steak, perhaps, or, or something else. But <laughs> but uh, I, hopefully I didn't stumble too much, and, and that all made sense uh, or, and, or can be interpreted in a sensible way as opposed to just being... But maybe this is a good exercise, actually, to speak very quickly, and then I can uh, kind of slow it down as necessary for, for when speaking to, to an audience. But uh, uh, other than that, maybe it is good because I speed up my audio anyway, right, in... Uh, and even when listening to myself, I like listening to myself at a faster speed when I don't have to listen to my intonations and, and pauses and all of that. So maybe try to think uh, faster, uh, think and speak faster without stumbling. All right. Anyways, um, 1.5. Ooh, uh, follow the faith of your people and wait for it. Contending with the endless flawed ways of people as they try to strike out on their own is pushing me towards this advice. So uh, what, what does this mean? So... Uh, it is uh, a continual uh, preoccupation <laughs> of of my of mine. It's not the focus of my thought as to what is the, the way to go. How how can each person succeed in light of who they are and what they believe and what their what their path is in life and what's good with them? How can each person succeed? Right? How can a how can a, a a Jew succeed? How can a Christian succeed? How can a Muslim succeed? How can an atheist succeed? How can a agnostic succeed? How can a mentally ill person succeed? How can a uh, uh, a person succeed that that's in poverty how can a person succeed that's in wealth how can each person succeed how can each person attain to the highest possible good given what is for them uh, possible and given what what are the possible possibilities now i say frequently that um uh as people try to strike out on their own in, intellectually quote-unquote spiritually and all of this we say that that, that free, it's 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 generally amateur hour it's generally garbage and it's generally just leading to confusion and thought and, and to nothing that, that will lead a person to greater sanity and consequently a greater conception of the good, a greater conception of the unity of existence, right? You speak to, to people with their, with their garbage views and their, and their absolute nonsense of combining who knows what, and, and just the word salad of these faulty concept keys and, and, and presumably granted reality by the attachment of further uh, emotions and sentiments. And, and it's like, uh, that, that's not the advice. Don't think for yourself is the excuse me as the advice that comes to mind is so so the advice then as it says here is follow the faith of your people there are tried and te- true tested uh paths to, to quote-unquote get close to god to to uh to, to improve oneself to attain humanity and and beyond if we even attain humanity in the first place uh, and they have been corrected course corrected by the great saints and scholars and philosophers of uh, of, of the nations some of which we have mentioned and uh, it's the best bet, consequently, for, for the uh, typical person to follow these paths, uh, even if there's some doubts and there's some questions, and it says, and wait for it. So what is it that we have to wait for? Presumably, what we have to wait for is, is for there to be uh, a world philosophy which, which, uh, um, which shows us a path to the absolute and to perfection and to humanity uh, that is uh, 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 without without any kind of myths and without any kind of stories and without any kind of uh, cultural baggage in which is a clear, distinct, noble, universal path for, for, for man. 
that's something that is is, is worth working on. But in the meantime, before that, that such a path is is available, each person is advised. This note says to, uh, or this thought fragment indicates that to follow the path of their people, meaning that uh, somebody who who is um, appropriate for them to be a Christian, to be a Christian, a Jew, a Jew, a Muslim, a Muslim. Uh, uh, even an atheist, an atheist, perhaps somebody born to, to quote-unquote scientific parents. So, so be a scientist. Attain genuine scientific literacy. Just make it excellent. Make it legit. Don't be a, don't be a fraud. Don't be a, a faker. Don't be full of garbage, right? If you want to be an atheist, then at least um, be, read, for example, all of David Hume. I don't know, I'm not clear whether or not he's... Um, uh, he he's an atheist, uh, but you know that that's a good a good thinker, right? Read all of the Enlightenment thinkers. Read all of the uh, who, who else? Really, I don't know that there are. Is there any real genuine substantial atheist thinkers? Um, probably not. Somebody like Voltaire's deist, right? I wouldn't say Hume was a, was an atheist. That's is a, is a deist, or or at least a, a naturalist, of, but not an atheist. Um, Right, but but it, whatever you read, okay, so fine. So so be familiar entirely with these clowns, these these modern uh, atheists, right? At least them. At least be familiar. Read. Be educated. Be learned. Be able to defend your position. Know what you're talking about. Don't just talk out your you know what and say I'm this, I'm that. And the same thing for for people that that want to to be under the banner of Christianity, right? Who every so many people say, oh yeah, Jesus, Christianity. To be a real Christian is a very difficult thing. And, and, and you would have to have read and studied in depth at least something like Confessions, at least study Augustine, at least study St. Thomas Aquinas, at least study Eckhart, at least study, meaning Meister Eckhart, uh, Madame Guyon, at least study uh, Jacob Boachmi, ba- study all these saints, read, introspect, every, at least an hour a day, hopefully, just pray to God and meditate and, and, uh, and, and continue to be working on, on one's flaws and, and, and be uh, uh, trying to emulate this concept that, that you have of Jesus, of, of his righteousness and his purported sacrifice to, to mankind to be the real deal. Don't just put on your social media, I'm a Christian, I love Jesus. No, you don't. No, you don't. You have nothing to do with that whatsoever. Aside from this garbage of, of like choosing a sports team, oh, I'm a Christian. Same thing for Muslims, right? You can be, a, you can attain great heights of greatness being a Muslim, but you have to take it seriously. You have to really try to love Allah. You have to really be focused in, in your prayers and really be uh, engaging. Talking to one Muslim guy, he barely knows what Sufism is. He's thinking, oh, that's something that Shias do or Sunnis. Like, what, huh? It's, um, uh, that I have to look into. Maybe it is just for one of them. I don't know. But uh, it, 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 person, you know, if you want to be a Muslim, be a Muslim. Be the real deal. Study Study all the greats. Study Avicenna. Study uh, the 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 sayings of my. Well, what is apocryphal? No, 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 that's not it. That's, that's, study works on, on Muhammad and on his righteousness. There's so many impressive Arabic thinkers. Study them. Study morality. Right. Be the real deal. Don't be a fraud. Don't be a faker. You want to be a Jew? Study. No, no, you want, and you're going to be a, a, a reform uh, liberal lefty that is at the same time says that. That, that he or she is an is a, is a Orthodox Jew? What kind of garbage is this, right? It, it, and, and you're going to uh, mix everything up and, and support values that Judaism doesn't support, and you have no idea what, what uh, you know, uh, Musar is, and you don't work on yourself, and you don't do anything at all, and then you call yourself a Jew. Don't do that. Be, be real. Be legit. You want to be a person, a real person of China? 
study Confucius in depth, study the morals, study the way, study the path, study Mencius, uh, all the, the Chinese thinkers, Tao Te Ching or what is it, whatever it is. Study it. Be the real deal, right? Follow the path of your people, but do it right. Don't do it in an in a amateur, garbage, disgusting, nauseating way, right? I think that's what, that, that's what this note means. And if one day we succeed in, um, in, in having a, a, a common path of, of morals and humanity and, 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 and of realizing God and of attaining the, 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 what it, it is possible to uh, attain, then, um, it's the, then that's what we um, need, then that's what we're going to, then that's kind of what we're holding out for. So I think that that is... Um, the kind of what what this note um, what this note meant right so moving on here let's see 1.6 um, is uh, well, I think I need to interrupt for a second brief interruption there um, just somebody came by but uh, I think that's what that's what's meant there and um, we get to the, to that point if we attain the ultimate real philosophy, the the culmination of uh, of all of the the wisdom of the nations, the the pinnacle, the 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 meeting point of of all the of of all the the, the ways of the righteous of, of of every nation, of the Jews and the Christians and the Muslims and the Indians and and the philosophers and. Um, Anybody else that, that I'm not now familiar with could be the Koreans and the Japanese. We'll see, right? Uh, the Africans, certainly, right? Who, who, who we hope to find out. Um, if, we, if we get to that point and, and, and further, it, we would have to, of course, that, that mu- do very much um, in work as it concerns uh, uh, popularization of such a philosophy. Uh, it, then, then, that, then that would be then the path that a person who is not able to due to their concerns or, or whatever emotional issues, uh, inhibitions, problems, they, they're not able to um, to stick to the path of uh, of their of their people. Right? They they say no 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 I cannot be a Christian because I don't believe in the New Testament. I don't know, I don't believe in in the the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I cannot be a Jew because I do not believe that the the the, the Torah, the five books of Moses, was given word for word to, to Moshe Rabbeinu to Moses on a mountain on Mount Sinai. There is no grounds for thinking this. The this the narrative of the of the millions of people there it says specifically in the in in uh, I believe Deuteronomy, if I'm not mistaken, that. Um, there's a scroll found in King Hosea's region, and uh, that nobody was aware of, and uh, I believe it, it, that was the case. And the scroll was found, and, and King Hosea found it, and he saw that the the, the admonitions for the law and all this, and he saw that that he was very far um, from keeping them, and he went absolutely crazy, and he rent his clothing, right, and he created all these, and he tore down the idols, and he instituted the the law. So we see that it says straight up in the five books of Moses how it came about. Now somebody could say, ah, oh, but but it was uh, in, in different places they knew about it or it was just one aspect of it. But nonetheless, we see that it says clearly it was forgotten. The oral law was certainly forgotten. Uh, the, the book was forgotten. So then you could say, oh, but really at a different point, it wasn't forgotten. Okay, say whatever you want. But here, a person can uh, not so unreasonably say, I cannot believe in the Old Testament. I cannot believe in that narrative 
due to things like this, right? Or for example, it says that all in the Old Testament, it, it says that a, a, a rabbit is a, is a ruminant when we see that a rabbit is not a ruminant. It does not chew its cut. It gives the appearance of chewing its cut. So we say, ah, so, so it, how can I believe this is the word of God? Or, some, or it says that um, uh, a fish, uh, uh, all the fish that have scales have fins, um, right? But there's even accounts in the, in the Talmud itself of fish that have, uh, have scales uh, but no fins. Um, scales but no fins. Or, or a fins, but no scales? No. Whatever, it's, it's a contradiction of, of the dietary law. Of the admonition, there's a person says, well, how can God have, have made a mistake here? Or, or the, the very many uh, mis- uh, mistakes in chronology, or the contradictions, of course, they wouldn't be called mistakes, that people believe, but the contradictions in chronology, the contradictions in, 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 uh, in, uh, in, in, in names, and in so many different things. Presidents, I cannot believe it. I cannot. So I cannot take this path uh, of my people, of the Hebrew people. Uh, a Muslim can say, "Why does it say in, in the in the Holy Quran that uh, the sister of um, uh, of, uh, of Moshe of Moses, Miriam, was the mother of Jesus Christ? How can that be? Given the, their separation, maybe it's just uh, the same name, right? But maybe not. Maybe it's, it seems to be a silly error." Of, of chronology, right? Or, or, or something to do, I believe, with Haman also. There's a silly error there. How, how can this be? Or should I even take the testimony? Uh, uh, this, this, there's areas of the Quran that are very apparently copied from the, the, uh, uh, the contemporary poetry. Uh, very clearly, they are word for word, uh, as, as I understand it, or nearly so, taken. So I cannot believe that this is in the word of God in a different way than Harry Potter is the way of God and in a different way than anything else is the word of God. So I cannot follow the path of, of, of the Muslims. Right? A, a, a Buddhist or a, or a Hindu can say, you know, nobody's saying that these are uh, uh, word for word, the word of God. It's more of a philosophy per se, but nonetheless, there, there's, we have to, to, to take very seriously all of these, the Upanishads and the Bhagavad Gita and all of these different names and all of these different metaphors. I don't want to deal with any of these metaphors. I don't want to deal with these stories. I don't want to be a Vedantist above everything else or say that the Vedanta philosophy is numero uno because, you know, it is, right? I don't want to, right? A person that is um, uh, 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 you know, uh, an atheist, uh, a scientifically minded person can say, no, I can see that the, the empirical methods have to do with the manipulation of, uh, of the content of uh, representation and to make that my deity or to somehow say that that's the ultimate uh, principle which accounts for, for everything that there is, is is ridiculous. Why should I say that at all? I have to look further. And farther, somebody that is a, 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 a subscriber to the garbage uh, views of quote-unquote new age or anything like this can say, I don't want to be a fake fraud, a piece of dirt, uh, who's who's full of absolute garbage and reading this garbage text? And so 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 each person can they they can't accept the path of of their people. I guess the the, the latter was not really the path of their people, but of their family, of their community, whatever. Right? I I don't I don't want to be a, a fraud and turn to and say oh yeah like I heard from one girl oh yeah I don't I'm not religious. So I turn to to astrology. I turn to tarot cards and crystals. And say I don't want to do that either. Right? So in that case. It's a person to do, except uh, wait for, for the way to, 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 to come about, meaning for, for the ultimate um, philosophy 
and the ultimate uh, way uh, to, toward um, to, to realize ourselves as, as human beings. That is not fake. That is not bullcrap. Pardon the language. That is not who knows what. That is as legit as can be. And that is in the works, hopefully. All right. But anyways, um, 1.6, uh, 30 minutes yesterday. Almost two and a half hours. So 12 more minutes and then we're good. And then, oh, food, oh, see, that's my real desire. I enjoy this. I enjoy speaking. I enjoy thinking. But, but is, is, do I enjoy more than, than I would enjoy a nice steak right now? I can't even say the word steak. It would go crazy. Eat the snow in front of me. Ay. Either end my life. This is from January 2nd of the Thought Fragments 1.6. Either end my life or try to be as successful as I can be. No other sensible option. Something that I've, I've personally struggled with so much is trying to, to, to figure out whether or not and how, how hard I should try because there's so many things that come across one's uh, purview, uh, one's death, one's mortality, the fatality of efforts, the vanity of man, the folly uh, 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 of everything. And, and, and it seems, and consequently, we can't do anything without a cause. We can't do that which we think is stupid and worthless and pointless. We, we, if we think there's absolutely no point to any kind of accomplishment, to material accomplishment, we won't pursue material accomplishment, to spiritual accomplishment, we won't pursue spiritual accomplishment, to philosophical accomplishment, we won't pursue philosophical accomplishment. So we have to see a point, and, and, it's, and, and there's been unbelievable existential crises that here uh, this person I have faced in, in, in my time, in unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable depths of, of listlessness and, and pointlessness that I can't even and remotely even recollect now, to, to be honest, thankfully, or certainly to put into words, but this is a thought I must have had maybe at one of those times or, in, or in, in, in to address such a thing as that. Either end my life, right? Get rid of myself. Nobody says I have to live. If I can find the courage to, to get rid of myself, get rid of myself. If not, try to be as successful as I can. What's, what, what other sensible option, right? If I, if I am to exist. Why exist in a worse way than I could, right? Why, right? If I'm going to live anyway, why I can go and, 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 and take off my, my clothing and just roll around in the snow and get hypothermia. Why, you know, to get as exercise to get tougher or something to, to condition oneself fine. I've done that before, right? To roll around in the snow. But uh, to, to just do it, to, just to, to, for what? To be miserable, right? Why? why? Right? Like if I'm going to be around, I might as well. Uh, it'd be warm and comfortable most of the time and, and, and be well fed and be healthy, God willing, right? But if that's the case, why not also have some wisdom? Why not also have some morals? Why not also develop some what? So if, if, and if, if some what, why not a little more? And then why not a little more? And then why ultimately then not try to be as great as it is possible to be? Why not, right? Maybe there is no point. Maybe there is... The, the, the model of the world is more uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the Schopenhauerian sort and there's just a blind, insatiable will and I happen to be the, the blind outcome of such a thing and that the, the only possible thing to, to do is to, to release oneself from one's desires and to what, what, extinct one's will. Never explain why you can't just commit suicide. It's, and, and if the will's not individual, then what's the difference in you haven't accomplished anything at all if for, for, for oneself as an individual? You, so why not immediately kill oneself, right? Because then you would uh, be accomplishing the, the... If it's just about reducing the suffering of one individual, then you can just kill yourself. And then there's going to be other individuals. So, so Schopenhauer doesn't explain this, probably because he was too fond of eating in restaurants and, and, and chasing after his own fame to kill himself. So he had to work it into his philosophy. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to take one's own life, right? Maybe. But uh, 
Ah. But um, um <clears throat> so but but yes, yeah, so, so so but in as much as right, if if it's a brute fact that I won't kill myself, then then try to be as great as possible. There's no other sensible thing. Everything else is just laziness. Right? There's no no other sensible option. Right? Why 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 be greater than I less great than I could be? Right? It's like why be less wealth comfortable and healthy and well-fed than I could be. Why? Why? Like if I can exert a little bit of effort and, and have a more comfortable life and as much as, you know, I, why not? Right. And there's reason for yes. And, and, and there's, unless there is reason for why not, if there's another positive thing, I want to get tougher. I want to deprive myself fast, whatever, but uh, meaning just if that's the goal to be comfortable, why not a little more? So this is the goal, right? Like if I can improve my existence and I can be attain more beatitude and a greater conception of the good and more happiness, why not? Right? There may a little Pascalian logic here can be useful. It's like if if Pascal applies this to to what can for most people is probably a completely empty statement, whether or not they believe in God. Can the average person, the the human animal, can such a person? Uh, have any conception of, of God be, be, beyond just making a, 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 an empty statement? And say somebody with ex, ex, it was plain and simple, but uh, but it's very humble. And all, but that's also already extraordinary to be very plain and simple and very humble. That's a great accomplishment. We're talking about just the regular class of, of the vulgar that is no uh, attainment, accomplishments of character or intellect whatsoever. So a person like this, they go and say, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a Jew, I'm a Muslim, whatever, I believe in God. What does this mean beyond the statement I believe in God? What do you mean by believing in God? You can ask me, well, I, I think there's like an energy or I think there's like a being or there's like a power. So a person is just imagining just like there's like a president in office, they're thinking maybe on the moon, well, not on the moon, but they're thinking in heaven, right? There's like a president or something like this. So it's a completely empty statement. So but to use that, that, that logic not toward the, the making an empty statement, but toward, I think, the real uh, question wager in life is ought we exert ourselves, quote-unquote, spiritually and morally and intellectually, right? Or should we just live as an animal? I, is there a point to, to try to uh, um, really uh, step, level up and step our game up and try to be great as in whatever way is possible? Or should we just say, screw that, I just want the maximum comfort? Right. Do I want to be waking up at 3.15 five days a week to write for three hours and waking up at 4.15 and then 5.15 on Saturday and Sunday in order to pray for an hour and meditate and then doing several hours of lecturing and then do, having a full-blown program of, of behavioral uh, guidelines and conditioning concerning my animality uh, and, um, and having many other uh, or, or a number of other restrictions and lifestyle things and so forth in, in place? at least well, on a lesser scale, diet and exercise, but also, yeah. But do I want to do that or do I want to simply go day by day and try to attain as much comfort as I can today? Sleep until 3 p.m., wake up, have a, have a tasty meal, maybe have a chocolate chip cookie, uh, take another nap maybe, watch stupid YouTube videos, go to the bar, try to find some, some, uh, some ladies, as mentioned, to, to hang out with and then try to do the same thing again, try to have a few drinks, is this the, which which way is uh, uh, which course of life is is the most rational? So here, if we use that 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 bit of Pascalian logic, we say, if it is the case that there is no transcendental, so to speak, point of life, and if it is just a Schopenhauer system of a blind will, or I mean, we can't even really say if it's the this the naive absolute garbage of the the quote unquote materialist or automatists. If that's pronouncing it correctly, it's not, not, they're not saying anything at all in the first place. But something like a, a metaphysical system of, of Schopenhauer, that, that, that's already can be perhaps taken seriously, that it, it is a, just a, a chance out. 
not a chance, it's by necessity, but it's not of any, it's not to fulfill any kind of conscientious tendency or anything like that, conscious tendency. It's to, it's to fulfill a, 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 a blind uh, the, the desire, right? Like will, to, the forces that rock to fall to the ground and the phenomenon of the person, it forces us to, to pursue our, 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 our interest as, as we pursue them. Right, so, uh, oh wow, there's a dog that's with a big stick that just came up to my car. Very interesting. Um, but, uh, so, it, so if that's the case, uh, then it's the case, and after a lifetime's worth of, of toil, uh, of uh, uh, right, if that's the case, and one still chooses to ascend to the higher human path, after a lifetime's worth of toil, you know, the most that will be accomplished, one will have become a, a, a great uh, person in a, in a, in a and a, a, a still um, a jewel. Uh, what is what's the what did they say about Newton? Um, uh, of this an ornament, so to speak, of the species and, and all of that, right? And then you know, but then one whatever. There's no ultimate uh, beatitude. Okay, fine. But uh, so so uh, maybe let's say even worst case scenario, even that doesn't matter. Eventually, it all be lost. The, 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 the everything will everybody will die. Everything will go extinct. It doesn't matter. Okay, fine. No problem. But if there is a transcendental point and one blows it and one stays at the animal level and consequently they never accomplish what is not possible for a human being to accomplish and consequently they end up in the equivalent of hell, whether it's on, in, as it concerns the, the, the terrestrial realm or, or, or otherwise, then that's a big problem. And then if, or, or consequently, if there was good to attain and one does not attain the good, well, that's also stupid and that's nothing we could ever desire, right? If it's like you can go into a room and you can spend five minutes picking up gold and you spend the time picking your nose and being on your phone, that's nothing anybody would ever consciously choose. So here we have the opportunity to pick up gold by attaining to, to genuine human accomplishments uh, and genuine spiritual, quote-unquote, and intellectual accomplishments and we blow it by simply being an animal, there, the way, that's nothing that we can consciously desire. So here we can use, again, a little bit of that, that, that logic of, uh, of Pascal uh, and... Um, and say, you know, it makes much more sense if, if, if the possibility exists for us to try to ascend to, to a higher mode of life and to be a human being, at the least, and then go beyond, right? And maybe there's no point. Maybe, again, maybe it's just stroking our vanity. Maybe it's, uh, it's really no, nothing um, of substance at all, right? Maybe, but maybe not. And, and, and here there's at least a chance of winning. With the contrary, there's no chance of winning at all. Because it's really not so interesting to, to every day be trying to, to pursue one's, uh, one's vulgar and, and base uh, pleasures and, and all of that. It's, it gets old and it's, it, it, we descend into misery. We have other psychological needs that are not being met by an animal cla- uh, existence. And uh, even though right, excuse me, right now, I can't think of many things greater than just eating whatever I want. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll go to Wendy's right now. Get a triple, Dave's triple. Oh my goodness! Oh, right. But um, ultimately, I know that 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 that's. I'm saying this from a, from a, a very, uh, <clears throat> from a pretty high place of, of after many years of of effort and and consequently, there, there's much uh, foundation in, in in certain stuff like that 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 is being rested on that prevents me if I if I really were to be. Um, like, like that, where that was the only thing that I could aspire to, and that was the the only 
my only good in the world, I, I have a feeling that it would not be so, um, it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't be so nice. And, and it, 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 you know, so it's kind of like, I, I, I'm privileged to, to, to be looking at the, the, per, perhaps at least to some extent on, on the, the, on the vulgar bulk of humanity from a, from a different vantage point. And consequently, sometimes I envy them. I, I think, um, you know, uh, it, wouldn't it be nice to, to just uh, to have no other ideas in mind and no other aspirations in mind than, than the than the than the usual ones? But I think it's only because I, I I do have other aspirations in mind and do have other ideas in mind that prevents me from the utter destituteness and depravity and, and misery of of the the human animal of the usual human animal. And again, this is said honestly to avoid false humility because I'd much rather just say that I'm exactly. That, that in this instance is like all other instances, and it may be, but uh, I, we, we want to avoid uh, false humility and stuff like that, right? So we want to say it how, how we, we think it is. Um, so that that's the thing there with that point. And that's that's something that I kind of, with this year's um, uh, guide, with this year's uh, kind of thing, I, I really... Um, brought down and, and really explicated like either either get rid of myself or try to be as successful as possible there's no other point there's no point to be mediocre or average or, or, or limit my my uh, ambitions of, of intellect and spirit spirit and, and all of this I want to be as great as I as I can be if I'm not going to kill myself I have to try to be as great as I can be to try to be the greatest philosopher I can be the greatest thinker the the, the highest morals the highest ethical conduct and, and, and to aspire to get as close to God as I, I, I possibly can either do that or get rid of my life because again there's there's just no point in of of being um of being uh, of being amateur and being average like why for for what man like i like stupid there's no point all right so two and a half hours um yeah i think that that's good and yesterday i hit 30 minutes so but this is this is a good this is a good idea man again i got Thing pretty a couple hundred of of these little thought fragments. If I only, what was that three or so? Let me see. In one, two, three, four, five, six. No, no, it wasn't three. Uh, seven, seven points. If it took me around two and a half hours to explicate, I could probably for the rest of the year, potentially be be doing this kind of stuff and really working through my thoughts and. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's that's good. That's good. You see, I just and, and just to know, like, there's no comparison to how I feel right now to to my conception of the good to my beatitude right now, as as there is when I'm steeped in the usual garbage and in the usual nonsense and worrying about this and that and oh, right, just to get to to purify and and elevate myself and even just again, don't don't think this is that much. It's probably not that much, but to whatever extent it, it is relative to other times, it feels amazing. It feels great. It's awesome, and um, I'm so thankful. And I, and I just hope through continual effort and toil this year of, of this kind of sort, of, of intellectual, moral sort, spiritual sort, whatever you want to call it, that I can continue to climb, God willing. It would be unbelievable, right? And, um, and, and that's what we're about. So like, as, as mentioned in the prior point, do it, do it or get rid of myself. You know, it's all good, but it is, do, do it right. Whatever I want to do, do it right. All right, so good for now, I think, right? Thank you for listening.